yeah. It's the motherfucker. It ain't my fault. Shaka house, nigga. It ain't my fault. Nah, but why y'all ain't my fault? So we don't Peace, peace, peace. This is the views from the Seven Podcast. How y'all doing out there? Silk's so washed. Hey, he just came out with like some new shit too. Nobody trying to hear it. I, I hate it that Maya let him bone. What's going on, man? Oh, man, we in here. We in here. What I, do? How y'all doing out there, man? This is your guy, Spence, joined by the homies, Ivan. A.K.A. Chris Stokes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Skinny, what up? What's going on, Chris man? <laughs> hey, this motherfucker right here, man. He wild. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to get into oh, the, my uh, God. the wellness trip. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, peace to the homie Fats, man. He couldn't make it today. You know, life is giving my man a run for his money. Hey, man, life is a bitch uh, sometimes. Yeah, but he going to get through it. What up, fellas? Oh, man, not much. You know, I had to, uh, born, we, I was so hot looking at y'all in New Orleans, knowing yeah. I was supposed to go, and then... I kept getting the emails like when I was supposed to board my plane and shit. I was hot, bro. Man, I'm glad. I'm man, I was hot. I hurt for you, man. <laughs> I hurt for you, <laughs> Ivan. So man, in New Orleans was wild, man. It was wild. Super. It was wild. You know, it was my first I, I flight. My first flight taking off and being up in the air and shit. That's nothing. But uh, I don't know if the pilot was just trash. <laughs> but uh, and my fucking landing was shaky. Was it? Yeah, and then I had the hippie homie on the side of me. The landing he, there, or landing. Back? No, landing in New Orleans was real shaky. Like, oh. He was trash. <laughs> and then I had the hippie homie on the side of me. It's me, wifey, and the hippie homie. He passing gas the whole flight. Oh, well, it would have been <laughs> silent joints too, man. I'm like, he got his shoes off. Oh no! Oh no! Then he oh, ain't had no man. socks on. Did his feet stink? I don't know. Shit, his ass stink. He <laughs> farted and shit. Yeah, I'd rather your feet stink than your ass. Man, it was all bad. Um, But, you know, we get there, you know, the Uber ride to the hotel. As soon as we walk out the uh, the airport, you know, dude come up. How y'all doing, baby? <laughs> that type <laughs> shit, right? And we like, man, what's going on? He's like, oh, I know y'all not from out here. Y'all not around <laughs> here. Y'all not from around here. I'm like, damn, well, no, nah, we ain't. <laughs> you know, he picked us up in a fucking pickup truck, bumping the blues and shit. <laughs> so we got Ooh. a nice little uh, blues. welcome. Yeah, he's bumping the blues. It was an old man? Mm, probably early 50s. Mm, okay. 
Not too old. Ivan, mean, how was your shit? Man, it was my trip was wild. It was first of all, before I even get into it, I just want to give a shout out to my daughter Emaya. It's her ninth birthday, so happy birthday. Oh, happy baby. birthday. Happy birthday. Um but yeah, New Orleans was wild, man. I seen a bunch of titties. <laughs> uh you know what? I kinda have a I have a shit. Well, I have a shitload of gripes. But my, I think my biggest gripe was that you know when you hear about New Orleans, it's like you go there for the music and the culture and the and the, the celebrations, but you go there for the food. Yeah, I was consistently eating twenty five dollar meals, <laughs> and none of that shit tasted like nothing. And I am <laughs> upset. I went broke eating, and I was hella <laughs> disappointed. I'm thoroughly disappointed. Hey, did y'all go to the right place? He went to all the tour spots. We went in the hood. Oh, okay. Like the restaurant we went to had an armed security guard, so Damn. you know it was pumping and jumping in that motherfucker. Damn. The best, the best two spots I ate at while I was there was both hood spots. The Willie's Chicken and let me say this: the biscuits there are the best biscuits I've ever eaten. Straight up, the motherfuckers was moist. The motherfuckers, they fish was fire. And where else we go to? Uh, the little, the little hole in the wall when we went. Uh, when we went to the hookah spot, that fish was good as fuck too. I don't even remember. You got it. When you, <laughs> had, said, when you had the buffalo chicken burger shit, I was so I, fucked up. I, I don't remember going to the hookah tape. spot. All I remember was hot sauce. <laughs> Man, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I was so fucked up. Was it oh, Louisiana yeah. hot sauce? I don't even remember, dude. I just remember like, damn, this shit kind of hot. But I don't know <laughs> what I was eating. I was too fucked up. Like a buffalo chicken sandwich. So you was fucked up from the time you landed to the time you left. Man, listen. Nah, uh, I mean, my liver took a little damage, but Saturday, <laughs> oh man, it was pumping, oh, jumping. Man. Saturday was wild. I was, it was pumping, oh, yeah, I seen jumping. the videos from Saturday. Saturday yeah, was, man. Saturday was wild, but Saturday was like a marathon. We was out there from like what time? We we the dinner started at like six forty-five. We didn't get back till like four in the morning, so we was out yeah. there. But like Thursday night was pumping and jumping too. Like Thursday was different though because we walked bourbon the whole. Night for like hmm. Bourbon Street is trash to me. You went on the wrong night. What? He like went, people he go to New Orleans, you know, you know, people go to New Orleans to go on Bourbon Street, but Bourbon Street was trash. He went on the wrong my night. My experience. He like went, he went what? on the wrong night. What night what night you go? He went we Friday. went Friday. And what night you went, I I went Thursday. And it wasn't as crowded from what I understand, it was way more crowded on Friday night. And um I think Thursday night they by the time when we were, I think they had the Pelicans game. Man, I'm okay. mad I missed that motherfucker. So you know the people from the Pelicans game. It, I mean, it was pumping and jumping, baby. I I can't I can't tell you which night was better between Thursday and Saturday. I really can't. Damn, I, I didn't go Friday night because I, I fucked up and didn't take care of some business, so I had to stay in the hotel and take care of business. So I don't I didn't go through what they went through on Friday night, but Thursday night I'm telling you, <laughs> Bourbon Street was trash. Uh, we I don't think we went on Canal Street. Frenchman Street is where we was at, and it was pumping and jumping at that motherfucker. Um, like I said, the restaurant I went to, I went to the hood, and I'm I can't even think it, think of it on the top of my head right now. Neos, Neos, it's called Neos. I'm best plate I've had in my life. What you get, man? I got uh, we had some fried oyster, some uh, big ass catfish, big had some. Ass uh, so it wasn't the Mario's Market catfish. No. That shit was big. No. <laughs> I had some uh, green beans, some motherfucking uh, potato salad. It's not like a big-ass plate. Hell, yeah, man, it was pumping and jumping. Oh, 
So I, I can't relate to what he going through because we went to the hood. I went. I was telling everybody when I went out there, I need to see some niggas with some gold teeth, <laughs> some missing teeth, and I need to know all the hood spots. I don't want to go to no tourist destination. Actually, what happened when he got all that shit though? <laughs> we gonna get to that. <laughs> we gonna get to that. So, so uh, we goes on. We know we go on the swamp tour. The swamp tour was cool. You know what I mean? You see hella alligators and shit. It wasn't what I expected. I thought I was gonna see some big ass. Fucking. We didn't see no big gators. They was baby gators, like four feet maybe. Oh, so they just take y'all to the where you safe at? No, that I suppose no, the, the, the big, gator, the big gators were supposed to be in there too. We just didn't see them. We didn't see none. We saw a bunch of baby because they was out there feeding them marshmallows. I'm pretty sure if they had they were dangling some chicken in the water. They probably would have brought us some big alligators. Oh okay. Yeah, and then I don't know. Um, yeah, they feed them fucking. I forgot who it was. Scared the shit out of me. It's like this fucking skeleton thing that they were supposed to show us, right? But it looked like a big ass like penis. <laughs> so oh what? what? So I'm looking. So I'm looking down. You know, I'm looking down at my phone and shit. And I look up and this goddamn hairy ass thing in my man. I damn near knocked oh, the off the boat. The man. rat. The big rat. Yeah, yeah man. I damn near knocked yeah, off the yeah. boat, man. You know, I, I don't play with nature. <laughs> I respect nature. That big ass rat. You know what I'm saying it look like a penis, <laughs> a hairy ass penis. Touched the alligator. What was it? A baby alligator, right? A baby alligator. Felt weird as a motherfucker, but I, you know, I knocked it out. Did you um, see the deer? Did you go back there? And see yeah, the deer? I seen the deer, the raccoons, and shit. I just it wasn't what I expected. I, I, I it wasn't what I thought I was going to see. Right. Um, plantation tour. Yeah, uh uh-uh. <sighs> Fucked me up a little bit. I only got emotional when I when uh you know, I started seeing like the human factor. Like uh when people get done with the tour, they write little notes and shit. Yeah. That was probably the only part I got emotional. I was more irritated more than anything. My um my daughter's grandma had I don't know if she went to New Orleans. She went somewhere down south. She did like a plantation tour and she was telling me about it. She had took the kids and stuff. She had counseling yeah. in the high schools. So she was telling me like, you got to go see it. So that was yeah. another reason why I wanted to go. I wanted to. I, I, it's, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, I don't know if I want to see it or not. Well, we we um, we um went on the, uh, the Whitney plantation tour because that one was supposed to be like the raw kind of. They giving you the raw details of exactly what happened, not whitewashed and shit. Right. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm hella irritated for one, cause uh, you know, we walk in there and it's black people behind the counter. Okay. So I'm walking into a plantation, and like in my mind, it's like it's still niggas working here. Right. Bunch of white folks there. So we walk in and it's like all eyes just turn on us. So I'm already in no way. Um I mean it was what I expected it to be. I don't know. Maybe it was just cuz I was like, "Damn, I'm I'm finally here." Yeah. Uh you know, the stories kind of fucked me up, but I really wasn't paying attention to the stories because I didn't I would have felt guilty hearing this shit and reading this shit on the wall. Right. And then just leaving like my day is just, you know, so I didn't read nothing. Uh, I didn't go into the big house. What was it to read? Was it like letters or something? No, it was like, uh, I guess the 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 slaves are, the slaves that were there, that mm-hmm. were kids at the time, 
as they grew up, um, the what you want to call it, the museum people found them. Yeah. And was writing what they wrote. I mean, what they said. They just they inscribed it on the on their like tombs on their headstone. Mm. Um, I ain't read none of that shit though. Did you read it, Ivan? Yeah, the, the plantation tour was. Uh, I had a different feeling about it because, mind you, I went to this shit. Like, okay, mind you, I went to it because my mom is from Louisiana. My grandma is from, is from Louisiana, so I've heard stories about my grandmother picking cotton as a kid growing up. Damn. So yeah, so it, it was already a more personal thing for me. So we had we had like a um, we had a tour bus. So we went to the Cajun we went to the Cajun Swamp tour first. So we you know we um we going to the to the plantation tour. And we we in control of the music. The the the, the bus had like Bluetooth, so we we pumping and jumping. We having a good old time. But as soon as we kind of start getting close to the plantation, like something in me, just I don't know. That, that noose on that tree. It, I didn't even see the noose. I heard about the noose afterwards. I didn't even see it. But just like as soon as we turned into the plantation, I just got quiet and I just started crying. Like I just was. I broke all the way down. And nobody. I was sitting all the way in the back, so nobody really saw me for a while. But I just was. I was emotionally already just done. Before we even got to the tour, but then you go inside and like we, while we were waiting on the tour to start, it's they have like a bunch of literature. They have like kind of like a I don't want to call it a museum or whatever, but just like right. a, a room next to where um, the gift shop is, and it just has like it has like timelines telling you how slavery got started, worldwide the trade routes, just different and different aspects of of slavery. Right. So we were we were sitting there, and that's what he was talking about the wall where you can go, um, you can leave a personalized note. And leave it on this wall. Um, it was, so it was crazy. And then actually going on a tour, like actually touring the plantation, it was a uh, they had like a bell where the, you know the overseer would like ring the bell and they they would bring all the slaves in. Uh, they had a church, um, the slave quarters. They didn't reenact bringing those slaves in, did they? Absolutely not. No, it wasn't no reenactment. Oh. It wasn't no reenactments. You like seen the shit. Oh, he just had some, a bell. some some of it like rubbed me the wrong way, like. Uh, the lady, I mean, and they were gracious. They were gracious, and they didn't. But the tour guy lady was kind of like, "Yeah, the the owner of the plantation, he grows fresh yeah. vegetables and gives them to us. Like, so we get fresh, we get fresh vegetables every now and then. like, yeah. So, so that that's what? that's okay. So this is why I was already annoyed when we drove on the property for one, right? Because the crew that we was with at that time, now we was pump, you know, we was pumping and jumping the whole weekend, had it popping. But when we drove on the property, you know, they were singing and they were dancing as if they don't know where we are. That part. So I'm just sitting back and I'm like, dude, are y'all fucking serious right now? Who was singing and dancing? Like the whole like the whole bus we was on. The bus. Oh, just okay. I'm talking about like you would think, you know, people would be like, dude, this is like y'all not to me, it's like y'all are not gonna do this on the steps. Of a uh, you know a so called church, right? But you would do this on the grounds where your ancestors were tortured, beat, right. all of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was just you know, and I'm not the type of person to criticize someone for the way they feel, but I was just like, damn, like, do y'all understand where we at? Right. And so I was already, like I said, I was already annoyed and I was looking, I was, it was just more of perspective for me. You know what I mean? So I, like I said, I go in and I see black people behind the counter still working. They don't give two fucks. Like, how do you, 
How do you wake up every day and say, I'm going to work on this plantation? Yeah. And then, so, you know. That's a mind fuck. The tour guides. Yeah. So the tour guides, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever you want to call them. The history, they had it down packed. Like, they had it down packed. But I almost felt like she was trying to play off our, play off of our emotions. Okay. Because every few seconds, she is talking and she say, okay. She try to hit you with like one of them like this little light skin like chick a, that I seen y'all take a picture. Yeah, of? Kinda, yeah, it was one tall, one. nice looking. Yeah, one tall one, one one short one. Um, okay. So she try to. It's like she almost like hit you with a punchline at the end, and she's like, "All right, I'm gonna give y'all a moment to dwell on it." Ah, uh, you know, you get what I mean, right? So it was like she was almost trying to play with our emotions. You know what I mean? Like just give it to me, how you know, give give me my history, and let's keep let's keep it moving. Like don't right. play. It was it was like a business, right? Which it is, but it was just annoying me because I'm understanding the history and what happened. Um, so we, like I said, so she's a great historian, but there were certain points where she came out of the historian and she was talking as the human being, right? So that's what she kept saying, like, yeah, you know, we got we got our own little places on here and. Uh, our the the owner uh, grows vegetables, and so we have all fresh vegetables. And um, when we got to the big house, like be, when we was behind the big house, she was like, um, they "You have, know, they have Christmas. They have Christmas there. parties and at the plantation, they hang lights from the trees." I'm like, the first thing that came to my mind was, "Yeah, yeah." She's like, "We hang Christmas lights up, and we have a big par- party here every year." Like y'all hang lights from the same trees they hung niggas from. That was the first. That was the yeah, first thing that like, my mind. I'm like, dude, y'all sitting here like kicking it. But they do kind of have that religion. Well, not religion. They do have that. Like they celebrate death differently in New Orleans too, right? They do. They absolutely. This do. is not Christmas party on a plantation. I mean, I I agree, but they culture is kind of. Nah, that's some other shit. That's there. some other shit. Okay, that's the, the way she was saying it. it, it like they just have a full like it was just kicking I it. I don't like, like they the, was just the kicking it on Christmas. Like plantation owner giving me something. Like dog, it, I was yeah. so I was more. This so, is for my ancestors doing wrong to your ancestors every year. So I'm gonna give you this free fruit. So yeah, so the sh- yeah. so I'm there and I'm taking it all in, but at the same time, I'm attracted to this woman as a human. Not like on a not on like a sexual level. But right. I'm trying to understand more of her thought process as a human. So I'm I'm trying to, like, hit her with questions. But she kept leaving. So we caught her fucking, uh, the lady she was training. <laughs> the apprentice. I got her ass, right? <laughs> so she up there. And I'm like, you know, can I ask you, a, you know, a question just, you know, on a on a human level, on a moral level? Like, right. And I'm, you know, I'm like, isn't it ironic that, you know, you sitting here and you giving us all this history about how much this plantation has made, but you're still making all that money today to the same family. No, it's cha- family. it's changed. It's not the same family, but it's uh, still the plantation bringing in money. Right. And she tried to say it was like what a nonprofit. A nonprofit, yeah. Yeah, whatever the fuck that means. But y'all literally bringing in. Thousands of dollars a day for this tour, and not, so not nonprofit. She said it was 
Shoot, they were going in nonprofit. They were trying route. to change the nonprofit, but the money they bring in mostly pays for like the upkeep of the. Yeah, ground. that's bullshit. The upkeep of what? Like the ground upkeep. It was it was it was a it was a large property. The property was large. Yeah, it's big as a motherfucker. It's big as shit. So thousand dollars a day take care of the land, the, uh, like the upkeep. They were doing tours like what every about the community though. Every fifteen minutes, it's in the middle of nowhere. They really ain't no like. Oh. It really ain't none, but they were doing tours like every fifteen minutes. So I'm like, damn, like the irony, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and then I'm, you know, I'm still like, how are y'all just kicking it on these grounds? I just gotta help. Like I'm taking a shot, and I'm like, you know, damn, you know, my ancestors was kind of raped in this house, you know. Right. You don't ever look at it like that. It's just, and so I was conflicted, leaving, you know, history versus. You know, on some moral shit, like, why is this shit still here? Right. I think I think the probably the most interesting. Somebody should have been burnt all that shit down. Other other than like it, you know the facts of like the day to day processes, the things that the slaves went through as far as you know, it used to be an indigo plantation, then turned to a sugar plantation. Like the, the conditions the slaves dealt with as far as growing their own food, the rice and everything. And all the conditions that came along with it. I think probably the most interesting thing she said that I heard was the fact that, you know, plantations like this, they basically put the dead slaves in like a mass grave. And to this day they haven't found them they haven't found the mass grave for that for that particular property. They what? They haven't found the mass grave for that property. So they don't know where the slaves that were buried on that property, they don't know where they're at yet. They haven't found them. So you're literally walking on dead Bro, bodies. Look, man. Yeah. And y'all have Christmas parties here. Dancing on dead bodies. So to me, it's like, is it just more of just history to you? Mm, like That's cold. Is the, is the emotional factor going? Is it just history? Like, But she kept leaving, so I couldn't answer. Yeah, she kept, she, you def- know. she deflecting like a motherfucker. Yeah. But whatever. So, like I said, in Bourbon Street, it's trash. So Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, we, you know, um, we all agreed that we was gonna go to a hole in the wall club in the hood, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> so we like okay, cause we get the Uber and shit. So we driving after this dinner and that was the trash. Fucking yeah, the dinner was. Complete trash. Complete trash. The trash. big dinner when uh, you Bags. were singing this shit, yeah, it was complete trash. Yeah, was trash. So we, we driving. Video for this. We driving, <laughs> right? When I tell you, I agree with Ivan. Like this shit looked like a scene from the fucking purge. What? Like how was it? How like you got a fire under like the fucking freeway and it's all lit up and shit like like that. And so we driving. There are two um, school, buses. school buses, like almost like parallel, kind of, like kind of parallel together, and you got chicks like twerking on top of them. What? <laughs> yeah, right. So we like, oh shit, okay, this for real. So we keep driving, and I've been to hoods. <laughs> <laughs> That shit there, that was some whole other shit. I'm talking that just like the gutter, right? So we drive, you know, we drive, we drive up to the to the the little club and shit, right? 
And the Uber just stops. Just stops. Was you at the club when he stopped? Yeah, we was at the okay. club, but the, it's only us. The club wasn't open yet. The club was, and the my, the club is in a, 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 a neighborhood. Yeah, with no, there's no street lights on, so it's just a club, and then right next to the club, there's houses, there's homes. What the fuck? So we pull up, right, and we just sit there for a minute, and at this point now, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared as a motherfucker Because I'm like Ivan man Please roll this fucking window down And start some fucking conversation For they blowing this motherfucker It's like a van sitting in the middle Like in the street Right So he finally opens it up Dude yeah. automatically He knows we not from there Right So he like You know what You know This is an all white party Do y'all got y'all tickets And we like No He's like Alright <laughs> So So Instead of You know Busting a bitch, making a U-turn and shit. She drives us through the goddamn neighborhood. Okay. You have to see that shit. You have to see it. <laughs> it's hard to even fucking explain it, but I can see why the four, the first 48 is already always out there. Like, there's no lights, no nothing. Motherfucker pop you, they not finding you until the morning. So how y'all end up getting y'all tickets, or was that just? A, no, we didn't. We go, go, there was no oh, way I was getting out that van. My, we got <laughs> no we way. got there at nine thirty. He was like, the club don't open till ten thirty. So what we're not doing is sitting in a neighbor a club in a neighborhood with no lights on it for a whole hour. That's what I'm not doing. If the rest of everybody else in this Uber wants to, that's fine. I'll pay the charges because she's gonna take me somewhere else where there's white people and police at. <laughs> hey, look, skinny. That shit's here, like. Yeah, that shit. Was, that that shit was. It was so some shit never, about a y'all movie. never got to see what that club was about. No, no. and so I didn't want to see it. So when y'all got to the other club, was the other club in the hole in the walls? No, but it was the music was it was pumping and jumping. You know, people get a, get fucked up out there because the drinks are so fucking cheap, but they so fucking strong. Yeah, and then you got the you know it's hella humid, right? So it's not like a air conditioned joint. It's just. You a building doors is open and shit. So y'all just in there drunk and hot, sweating. Yeah, because you, I think this is New Orleans. They have floods. They have hurricanes. So most of this shit is made out of brick. It ain't like here where the shit is made out of you know what I mean a different material. All this shit got you built out of brick because a motherfucking flood might come through. We here. was in there fucked up. Then we went to another club. Uh, Lil Wayne's old DJ was up in there, mm-hmm. on and popping. Yeah, but to you know it's a culture shock and you know don't 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 get this wrong you know my lovely listeners. It was like a culture shock because I'm going to the bathroom now, right? And the bathrooms are hella weird because you got one stall and you got this one big ass like sink thing for everybody to piss in. Like a trough. Okay. You got one stall and you got this long ass thing that everybody else piss in. Okay. So it's like. That's weird. Yeah, you seeing everybody's. I mean, I've seen I've seen so many dicks over the weekend. <laughs> I've seen more dicks over the weekend than I've seen in my fucking entire life. Right? Pause. So, no, I can't even pause that shit. Like I've seen all that shit. So, so body all no. So the first club, dick no, no, this is dick talk for real. So no, so it's a you know it's a culture shock for me because out here in Las Vegas, you know what I'm saying you got you know you got you know the homosexual homies, uh-huh. but out there. It's like some whole. It's like a whole nother ball game, right? So I'm fucked up because I'm walking through the club. All the dudes dancing together. All the chicks dancing together, and it's us in the corner. 
So I'm <laughs> like, dude, this shit right here is wild. Wait, this dude's dancing again? Yeah. So check this out. I, I so I didn't walk the we at the first bar. Now we at the first bar. Now this motherfucker coming here with his motherfucking purse, got a dress on, just swinging and shit, right? So I goes in the bathroom and he in there. <laughs> so uh, you know I'm thinking in my head like you know how, how this gonna work? Man, this motherfucker pulled his dress all the way up to his neck, stuck it on his neck and pulled his dick out like, <laughs> fuck y'all! <laughs> like I'm like, oh this shit right here is crazy. Oh, this motherfucker right here is crazy. <laughs> he pulled his dress up like it was a shirt. Tucked that shit under his neck. Oh, Pulled his shit. dick out. Even on Bourbon Street. Like on Bourbon Street, they don't, they don't say like, you know, as you walk, the shit turns into like, you know, some gay shit. Right? Oh, and don't shit. get me wrong. Like I said, it's cool. The gay homies is cool. They're some of the most hilarious individuals. Some of them are the most hilarious individuals I've ever met. But it was just a culture shock to me because I'd never seen it as such a... Uh, blatant, so blatantly. Like, yeah, so we walking down Bourbon Street, right? And so as you walking, it turns into like you know, like the gay portion. Okay. But I didn't know. So me and you know <laughs> me and the homie, we we walking. Well, actually, um, this drunk dude went up to uh, one of the other homies and was like, "You a nigga, right? Huh? A I, white dude? I wasn't there that night. This had to be Friday night. This black dude. Mm, he's maybe." I don't know, white Mexican, one of them, just walked up to him like, you a nigga. So we're like, oh, hell no. So we go on a search. You know, we going to look for this motherfucker. But as we walking, it turns into, like, the gay portion. So we walking and shit. He, you know, the homie, he gets a phone call. I look to my right. Okay. It's a motherfucker with a trench coat and his dick out. <laughs> what is going Fucked on? Me up, no, uh, no shirt, some sandals, a trench coat, and his dick out like, <laughs> like he had a cape on, like his hands behind his shit. I was like, oh my god, man! I seen look. I wasn't there for that part. I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah, man. The Lord was looking out for me. But we did have some sausages. Hi, wait. Sausages was up and jumping, and then say sausages. Yeah, because I'm bouncing back and forth because yeah, I was all way you got to do. I was all fucked up, but you know it was some sausages. <laughs> the lady the said way. she didn't like it because I think somebody said these are some bomb ass hot links, and she almost got cussed out because it's called they sausages, they hot sausages, they not hot links. Right. Oh my god! So it was fire though. That was fire away. Two we go from somebody dick being out to we got yeah. some sausages. It ain't just somebody. I seen a few of them. <laughs> right. I'm past the point of no home. I would have said this shit about ten times. I ain't even finna say it. So you know, the, the sausages was bomb. Took us two hours to get them. It took a it took a legit thirty minutes. Then he me too me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we gonna we gonna leave that alone, but uh, we that off air. That yeah. but um, though. yeah, man, I was so fucked up, man. That's when I went on my. I seen that I was going on my little Facebook rants and shit. <laughs> you didn't know you was going on them. What? No. I didn't. When know. I tell you, I was. Dude, was I don't wasted. even like the lemon song. He <laughs> was wasted, but super. When that shit came on, I fucking lost it. Like that, like this shit was just jam- I was jamming. 
That was in the first club. That was in the, that first was the second oh, one. I was already shit. fucked up then. What well, impulse was hilarious. Oh my god! Did you see the video? Yes, I posted the video. I didn't yeah, see I a video you post. I seen a video that uh Molly posted. No, I posted the video because he was before he made those posts. He was talking about it in the first club. I said, "Oh, I gotta get this shit. Not I, I can record this nigga. He's so drunk. I can record him without him even noticing because he's so fucked up. He was already talking about. He was already Man. talking about eating that." The, yeah, what's what's that? The eating ass? No, oh, just all, it's product of the alcohol, man. Look, the hilarious part about it is <laughs> your wife, you get on the phone and make that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that was the alcohol talking, man. Uh, I told her, I said, you better get your ass. You My liver took up. a mean beating. Yeah, you was fucked. My liver oh, took a mean beating. You wasn't even the worst one, though. I seen Dude. your ass sleep while the music was playing, and you popped up. And just be yeah. laughing. He just pop up and start laughing. Like, where the fuck that come from? <laughs> hey, man, look. Yeah. I enjoyed myself, though, man. My first real vacation, man. I, I really enjoyed myself, man. man. I had a bomb. Got to, glad I got to experience it with you, brother. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Oh, man. I hate that you missed it. Oh, man. When Ivan got the uh, inbox and said, man, you missing everything. We need you here. I was like, fuck. Man, yeah, we yeah. need you, brother. I'm telling hey, you. Hey, man, New Orleans, man. Get, get your fucking airport together. Get that shit all the that way little, together. That little ass lunchbox, man. man it's a real small was, airport. Man, ain't no. I I've been mad about this shit ever since I showed up at that motherfucker. Like, there's no way New Orleans get the traffic that it get, and y'all airport look like this. Like, this is like Reno Airport. Like, this shit is too small for Damn. a city like New Orleans. Yeah, trash. Like, it was like we were trying to like we got jammed up. That's a whole another story. But we got jammed up trying to leave, and it was like there's no flights leaving out of this airport to Las Vegas. Like, I we think basically the smallest airport I've been to is probably Ontario. Man. Dog, California. we got there. Ontario, California. Yeah, that's Ontario, California. New Orleans has got to be one of the top ten cities in the U.S. So there's no way the airport should be looking like like this. We got there. We got there probably an hour and forty five minutes early. Oh, that TSA line. TSA line was around the corner. <sighs> oh yeah, I heard it took y'all. By the time I got through TSA, you was boarding. We were boarding. I sat down for probably five minutes and we took off. Man, it was, it was it's a, five ten minutes. The TSA line was a legit forty five minutes. Trash. Damn, that shit was ridiculous. Like man, it was it was crazy. Oh man, but them accents though. Ooh. Yeah, the accents was sexy. Don't <laughs> the, the the thing I and I talked about this a couple of times. The thing I didn't like about New Orleans really, well, it's a few. I got a few issues with them motherfuckers, but <laughs> every black person I saw except for the one restaurant. Every black person I saw seemed like they had an attitude that they were at work. Every single one. It's work, motherfucker. We like no, that. No, no, no. The customer service was shitty. Everywhere. I didn't see not one motherfucker that had it, like, everywhere. Every single, like, I, and if you think I'm lying, you can ask anybody else that went on the trip. Everywhere we went, everybody had a scowl on their face. Like, nobody's forcing you to be here. <laughs> Nobody's forcing you to be. It was it was <laughs> shitty customer service throughout the whole city, and I was like, I was uh, as for a city like New Orleans. Plus, it's in the south because you always hear about southern hospitality. They missed. They missed. Oh, the, the southern memo. hospitality is there, but you know, they, nah, they, they missed, people too. They missed the memo. Like every day, like everywhere you go, the at, fucking lady I, that when we went to. Uh, How did y'all have separate experiences though? I showed up on. I went Thursday, so the whole. We didn't burger, get there till Saturday. I mean Friday. They got there Friday morning. Morning. Yeah. I got there Thursday morning. So the bourbon, I, I, didn't, I didn't go to Bourbon Street on Friday night. So my Bourbon Street experience was completely different because, like I said, there's less 
There was a lot less people. I seen I like three sets of titties. Oh no, I saw way more than that. That's I saw it? I saw way more titties than that. Yeah, I, I mean Bourbon Street is like how we feel about the strip. But that's for them though. Like we, you was a tourist at the time, so yeah. And I'd be like, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> so he went on the road. He went on but, the road. But um, he went Thursday. His, yeah, his. like when I I didn't. Our service was amazing. Like when I went to the one spot. Man, picture like a car dealer. How they like know the inside and outside of a car. Yeah. That's how like the the woman that was do, giving our service, that's how she was with that menu. Nah, like, I didn't get that shit. And I, ain't, I I mean, I had a great experience. That's kind of like when I went to Miami, I hated the uh, the service in the, in the restaurants and shit. Like they got the worst. Yeah, that shit was terrible, man. It, I I guess it was maybe at the the sit down, the real sit down restaurants or whatever. But like even my even the Uber driver was tripping. The Uber driver lady was tripping. Oh, I had one. It was this old ass lady. You know how like those old people they they like laugh when they get mad. Yeah. So she was getting cut off and shit, right? And it was this car that kept you know uh, pressing on the brakes. So she was like, ah. See, I tell them, I tell them all the time, don't drive. Tourists, don't drive. Do yourself a favor, don't drive. <laughs> I was like, man, get me out this motherfucker. <laughs> get me out this motherfucker. But there was only one time where I felt literally uncomfortable. Well, two times. That's when we drove in the hood. That's probably the first time I was really scared. And we went to Walmart in the hood. We went to Walmart. And when I tell you the whole motherfucking Walmart, like all eyes are on us. Did them, did anybody have a smile? Did anybody like they gave no. a fuck? But they were like they were looking like who are you? They wasn't speaking. Like can you think of the South? You think of Southern like people speaking? I mean, like, I you know I'm I'm the point now. How where, y'all doing? Like when, like, when I see, you know from out here. when I see my skin folk, yeah, just me. I'm like yeah, you know how you doing, brother? You know how you doing? Yeah. And I just wasn't. That's how I felt. Every everywhere else other than Drago's, I've only felt like like going to Cali. They like that. Going to but California, it was kind oh, of it was. Kind, I was getting the impression that they were just it's like, "Who different. are you?" Shit, yeah. They were just like, "Who are you? Where y'all from?" What that do, type of shit. What do you want? Like, what do you want? <laughs> well, fuck, I'm in here to eat. I want food. Like, what do you mean? Like, are you are you upset at me because I came in here? Like, you got to work again. Like, I didn't do it, <laughs> my nigga. Everywhere though. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. The trip was we we got to do another one. Absolutely, um, man. So, you know everybody's favorite segment, trash, trash relationship, relationship segment. segment. What's the I question? Mean, uh, let me pull this up real quick, man. Um, and this question is coming from uh, Sylvia Coleman. Okay, she sent it to me um, this morning, I think it was, and she's basically saying. Okay, she wanted to know, how do we feel about the crossing lines when long-term friends become intimate? Ooh. Ooh. Um, is it a good or bad thing? Like, it it can be tricky, but I, I for the most part, I think it's a good thing because you already I already know who I'm dealing with because we've been we've been friends for so long, like so it shouldn't be no surprises. But so that, I mean. It, I think it should, it should be a good thing. Life doesn't always work that way, 
But like, you know what I'm saying? If I if I if we if we've been friends for so long and we just start to start fucking and then it's like, all right, now we we'll get into a relationship, there shouldn't be no surprises. Like you shouldn't you shouldn't be like, okay, well now we fucking and we're dealing with each other on that level. Like, you know I have bitches. So don't just expect my phone to start ringing now that I'm dealing with you. Like, you got to give me some time to get these bitches to stop calling. Excuse me, ladies. I don't mean to call y'all bitches. I apologize. But don't you think it's going if to, come, if you're coming from a long-term friendship, once y'all cross that line, is it now Ain't no easier? returning. Oh, Ain't yeah. no going back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I've made the mistake twice. How was it? What? I mean, it's all good when everything's going good. But when shit starts, the ses- the sexual attraction thing is real tricky. Like, you know, when you friends with somebody, you, when you friends with somebody for that long, you kind of like only do it because y'all kind of just like the sexual attraction. Do it, get it out. The is way. it a vulnerable? Is it a vulnerable thing though? Like. Because y'all long term friends, right? So is it like you know what they haven't worked with all these other people? Maybe we can get it right. Nah, I no? just think nah. it's a situation where it, it. I've never did it. Like I, I mean, it's something new. Like uh, you've been, we we like to date people that we're comfortable with, and, and it's like you already you're date you're dating or you messing with somebody that you you're super comfortable with. You don't really have to change nothing. You don't have to really show a character. You can be yourself. Right. But once that shit is over with and shit starts to die down, oh, that friendship's over. And you be like, "Damn!" So when you know the, what I'm saying, when I just want my, I, I just wanted to go back to where we was cool. When the relationship is over, the friendship is over. I don't think I've ever, I, I haven't really dated anybody. I've like been like, "All right, we cool now." I've always wanted to have sex with you, so now we in a position where we can have sex. Yeah. I ain't never dated nobody like that, but just like. Once that shit, once that ride is over, the, the friendship takes a dip. It takes a hit. I was over too. Childhood <laughs> friend, like, yeah, man. it's not worth it. You know, you do shit like that when you're young, but it's, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. So I mean, you'd rather keep the friendship. Yeah, yeah, that because the friendships now are like rare, dude. You know, friendships now are real rare. You don't got no agendas. You can just be yourself. But when that sex and them feelings get involved, and you get to feeling like maybe this is a little too much. See, I, th- I think, and I, then you still trying to be a friend with, then uh, a partner. Now a kind of like a lovers and friends relationship, but you still want to be more friends, but you still want to have sex. Like it's just, it's too many intangibles. Where do the honesty go? You probably start lying about your feelings. <laughs> oh no, not me. I don't have those problems. Yo, that's your friend. With, now we're talking friend. about a friend, a real friend, and you getting to the point to where it's like, uh, I'm not sure about because this when it's one. a friend, you kind of y'all know, like, if you're a cheater, she a cheater. You you know them motives. You know everything about that now. So we shouldn't even. If that's the case, we shouldn't even approach those because you already. If you if you're really my friend and we've really already been having these conversations, you know how I am. So don't ask me no. Don't nah, ask me no question that you're not. The really power of attraction. Trump's nah, because now y'all didn't cross that line though. That line is crossed now. All all barriers are broken. How do you tell? How do you tell her? Now this is your you say like in my case like a childhood friend. How do you tell her after you guys already had sex that I want to slow it down and just be your friend? 
See, I, I without think, hurting the friendship. I think it's how you approach it, though. Like if you approach it like, all right, we've tried. We're, let's try a relationship. Of course, that shit is gonna go bad. It's gonna be worse than if you if I never knew you and I met you on the street and we just decide to date and have sex or whatever and it falling apart. I think that's easier to deal with than I've actually been your friend for however long. And now we're going to have sex and now we're going to try a relationship. And now that shit's over. Like you're throwing away a whole friendship. Like to me, it gets worse than just if I never knew you at all. Exactly. Because I already know your parents already have a relationship with your kids. Right. If you have kids already have a relationship. Like we already had this relationship. We we're going to funerals with each other already. Like all that is already dialed in. <laughs> no, I'm saying like that's what happened. Yeah. Like somebody passing your family, yeah. I'm coming because yeah. you're my friend. Right, somebody right. passing my family, you're coming because you're my friend. Prior to us having sex or taking anything on a serious level, now I, I think having sex, if it's understood, the sex part won't be mm-hmm. as that's that understood. But a relationship shit is, is that never works out. No, I, I mean I we say know. that True. it's cool. It's I mean it's cool to say like if this if we understood if we understand that it's just sex. Yeah, How man. often does that work out? It works out great for my case. It, it worked a few times for me. It's worked out. I'm, I'm I mean it, and it, friends with all of I don't want to say it's still working, but it's worked a few times. Like I had female friends that I didn't dealt with, and then you know they didn't. Been around through my different relationships. I'd have been around through their different relationships, and we just we always took it for what it was. Like we know we're not going to be ever good together as a couple, right? You feel me? So we just realized, like, okay, the sex is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like the sex is there, but we're not going to be shit as a couple because you know I'm not shit. So, so y'all just two toxic motherfuckers just going to ride it out. Not until really. I don't know if it's toxic phones. because we cool as shit. Like we we remain cool as shit. But and the then, foundation is toxic. The foundation is toxic. Not how you, not, I think it's on how no. you doing it. You know, if you fucking on her every day or once a week and all that, I think it's like maybe every three months or every six months, every right. six months. Like we we occasionally might may or may not have sex. You know what I'm saying? Like us being around each other it don't have to lead to sex every time I see you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you have that friendship now. Going into a relationship, now you got to deal with, I already know if, I didn't see you in a relationship, so I know that you're you're a jealous person. I know that you're, I know what type of person you are yeah. towards these men. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You probably didn't broke a few windows in your life. Like, us in a relationship ain't going to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know you ain't shit. I know you, I, I just, I'm not the dude for that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But, I so I wouldn't know how to go into a relationship with a long-term Friend, like my long term friends that are friend friends, like I don't cross that line. Like me and my BTH, you feel me? We don't cross that line. Like Shit. me and Key Money, it's like you are my friend. Shit, we not crossing no lines. You know what I'm saying? Like Key Money called me. <laughs> hey, I, I think I, I just I approach them different. Like I, every damn near every female friend, unless you dated somebody I knew, damn near every female I'm friends with. I met them on some. I want to. I'm attracted to you, and I would like to have sex with you. So you I just would, got stuck in the friend zone. Yeah, and I got stuck in the friend zone. But just, <laughs> just know every every so often, I'm 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 gonna say something that's gonna let you know I'm I'm chilling in the friend zone. But if the opportunity presents itself, See. I'm gonna hop out of this. See, I, 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 I'm more on a comfort level. Like I'm not gonna really fuck with you if I'm not. I already don't know something about you, or I'm not comfortable with you. So, so I you know, had this problem. You ain't want no random thing. Exactly. Fuck that. So I love random pussy. Yeah, like I tried it and then it was just like once it's like, okay, I already did this. 
and I just want things to go back to where they, to how they were. Did y'all but I know friends? it's not. No, hell no. No. How? That, see, that's that's what we're trying to figure out. That's what it, I want to know. It, it, so it, it is on is it not a line you should cross? It'll never be the same. It can be. No. It, it can Fuck be. no. In whose world? I have. I I guess maybe it's me. I've mastered a friend. Art. Friend? Or are you talking? You didn't about say some? you went to a full relationship, though. Oh no, not Spent a saying he went to a full relationship. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't do. I probably wouldn't do that. Either. I wouldn't do that probably. So you just fuck a friend and be like, cool. Yeah, and then let's go back to being friends, and then you know that's equally awkward. How? So no, it's definitely not. I I, I understand that part. It's now easy. That's that the, that's the best that I could do. That's the best, that's the, y'all. Wow, man. that's the best. That's, that's the best of both worlds because I don't have to. I don't. What 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 I'm removing is the emotional involvement. So like when you have days, and you just don't do it consistently. That's all we saying. If you don't yeah. do it consistently, the feelings don't. The feelings don't get yeah. there. If I'm if I'm fucking you every day. If I'm telling you come over every day. If I'm now it's going to be something else. But if right. it's like every so all like it may happen. Like this is maybe that night. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's different. Sex yeah. is sex. Every other day, every day. Nah, once a nah month, that's not still, true. Oh, if you get so, like, so okay, so y'all having sex but not talking in between. You mean to tell me? Yeah, oh, we still friends. Okay, so we're having sex. Friends. If y'all having sex and and talking in between, there are feelings developing. No, but we still we our feelings is always a friend. No, like I love you movie. as a friend. I, there you I, go. I, I, I love. I don't. You. I'm just not seeing how this works. Like this is ex- <laughs> this, this, this the, the, the bullshit y'all spewing right now is extremely rare. No, no, it's, it's look, really not. I, look, it's bla- it's I, like Blade. When you when you have sex with your friend, it's like Blade. You get the be- you get the benefits without the bullshit. I'm a daywalker. It's a bunch. It got a bunch of daywalker relationships. I'm telling you, I'm super strong like a vampire, <sighs> and I can walk in daylight and eat garlic and all that other shit. Dude, That's how it go, man. Like you, you speak, you have conversation, you feel me, y'all. Just like we you kick it, like we go around family and shit together and all that. Yeah, you feel and me. And then if on Saturday night, when she get a boyfriend, we shake hands. You know what up, bro? All that. Yeah. And when he, when that when he starts fucking, yeah. up. give him my fuck that I fucked your girl face. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I've ever been. No, ooh, I'm lying. I have. <laughs> did you give That's him weird. that? Did you give him that? I fucked your girl face. Nah, I genuinely be cool with him because th- this is not. I'm not. I don't have any animosity. Like if this is if this is my ex's dude, I probably would. Yeah, this but is just a friend. This is just my friend. Like I happen to have had sex with your girl, but it's cool. This shit sounds hella good. Y'all got some amazing. Hey man, bro, look, I got proof. <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> right, shit man. is amazing. Right, but man. so we saying don't I wouldn't don't cross, cross that, that line. line. No, you wouldn't cross no. that line. I'm I'm not crossing it relationship wise. Relationship wise, no. Sex wise, relationship wise, no. Sex wise, I'm definitely crossing. Not a long time friend. I'm definitely. We got we got a. There's a difference. There's a difference basketball. There's a difference between a friend that you got literally like years in, and then you got that associate where you know y'all call text. It is what it is. Now the associates, cool, but like a friend, friend, someone you can count on. I, I, like I said, I think I can go with that. Like I say, because my homegirl key money is like you. My, you're my friend. You know, what if I'm you saying? ain't like, shit and farting around, you ain't angel friend. Yeah, I fuck all of them. 
<laughs> if you holding your shit in when y'all kicking it, y'all that ain't your friend. If y'all listen to this podcast and you're my friend, I will fuck you. <laughs> no, this is how I'm talking. No, y'all, dude. All right, man. Y'all ready to get into it? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Um, an actress named Allison Mack was arrested for trying to recruit other women to be sex slaves in a sex cult she's a member of called Nexum. The cult is based in Albany and disguised as a self-help organization for women's empowerment, founded by Keith Rainier in 1998. Why can't I be friends with Alison Mack? You see what I'm saying? That would be a perfect friendship. This is some other shit. This is... Yeah, she's sex trafficking, though. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, what was that movie back in the day where the, the... the girls went out there. I think it was dudes the first one. What? And uh damn, where the fuck was it at? And it was like a doctor on the train. Nigga, I have no And he got him and took him somewhere and they was getting all tortured and fucked up. This the R. Kelly tour? <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that movie? No, I don't know. Where they were they were they were going on a train. I, it wasn't in Albany. Taken? No. No, hell no. We know but, Taken was a but Okay, the first one it was some dudes. The second one it was some girls. But they all was going on this train out somewhere, and there was this doctor or somebody on a train recruiting them. Hostile. There it go. Hostile. I didn't see hostile. This that type of shit. I didn't see hostile. Mm. You ain't seen hostile. Mm-hmm. That's a scary movie, right? Fuck you up, man. Yeah, no, I don't watch that. Yeah, that um, was crazy. The woman, you know, once they got there, they were referred to as slaves. Uh, they were hum- humiliated and branded. With Rainier's initials. Damn. This sounds like the R. Kelly right. shit, man. I don't, am I tripping or what? And then to achieve. Uh, it's not the R. Kelly shit. <laughs> yeah. R. Kelly just pissing on him. He's not branding him. Brand and I just brother. said his name, Freaky Cuz. <laughs> um, to achieve uh, Rainier's standard of beauty and to have sex with him, Mac uh, is, you know, alleged to have uh, starved the that, women. That don't sound like the R. Kelly shit. I'm tri- am I tripping <laughs> all that shit? Sound- Why are you steady? So the only thing, man name. the only thing, well, freaky cuz this sounds like everything <laughs> he was doing except for the branding shit. Or am I tripping? He was doing all of that. Yeah, he, they had standards of beauty. They or they, they was getting sleep deprived. All that shit. From what I understand, from what I read, that sound like I'm like this sound like R. Kelly. I thought he was just treating like a whole bunch of his girlfriends. I don't I don't know who you're talking about. I don't acknowledge that name. <laughs> the only Kelly I acknowledge is Kelly Rowland. What about Kelly Kapowski? Well, that's Kelly R. Who the fuck is that? You know who Kelly Kapowski is? Who the fuck is that? Say by the bell. Is that girl? Man, nobody fucking watch Say by the bell. Oh, my guy. I don't watch Say by the bell. <laughs> nah. Um, fine. Matt collected fine. nudes and other damaging information from the women and threatened to release it if they were to quit or tell others about the group. Oh, so he was pimping? Absolutely. Okay. I ain't mad at him. Oh, he was doing using another bitch to get other bitches. But Brandon? Like, that's a, that's a bit extreme. Uh, she says she wasn't involved in any, in any of this. Uh, you know, she got her blog or something got uh, leaked on, you know, social media shit, basically telling on herself. Um, she's facing uh, sex trafficking and forced labor charges. She's facing life in prison. Get her. That's crazy. Get and her. she is alleged to be one of the top members of the cult. Uh, a few women actors have come out and said that Mac did try to recruit them. 
Uh, one is the I know there was one the the chick who played uh, uh, Bella on Beauty and the Beast. Emma Watson. Yeah. Oh no, not her. She was trying to get at her on Twitter. Not at Hermione. Like two, three oh. times she sent her a tweet on Twitter. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's oh, she was up. going for the. She wasn't. She was she going for playing. the gusto. Yeah, I ain't mad at her. That's a big pickup. If you gonna pimp, go for it. You know what I'm saying? If, if you gonna pimp, are you gonna are you gonna get uh old girl from uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? Sister, you gonna get Amber Rose? But the dude got he got uh I think he got locked up a, a minute ago. Yeah, he's he's but been the charges still been he's been held without bond though. She's not. She's she was able to bond out. I think. Ain't that something? Yeah. All right. Uh. Y'all, y- are y'all here for the the boomerang reboot? <laughs> uh, I don't know that when I read it, they didn't really have much information on it other than you know, B- they said BET is trying to inc- uh, increase their original content by twenty one percent, which is like okay, but they didn't have like they didn't have any directors or anybody attached no. to it. They said uh, they didn't have no actors or actresses. No, not assigned to it. They said the the you know, it's coming to BET as a ten episode, thirty minute comedy series. It's the same storyline, it's just modernized. Pretty much. So same storyline in 2000. Who's ni- 18, right? 19. Who's writing? We don't know the writers. No writers. Not yet. The, but while reading this article, I found out that Eddie Murphy's really working on the Coming to America sequel. They leave that where it's at. That could be dope. Leave that where it's at. That could be dope. They've been playing about that sequel for a while. I remember Lee, saying like Kevin, they were gonna add man. Kevin Hart to the sequel. Yeah, I gotta stop throwing sequels yeah. on all my classics, man. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather see a sequel than a reboot. Don't just redo the movie and add new people. Like I'd rather see a reboot. I mean, I'd rather see a sequel. But it's reboot. like I mean, in a reboot, don't shit grow with time no more. It doesn't get better with time because you keep rebooting the shit. A reboot, yeah, a reboot, a reboot, and sequel are two different things, though. So are they still gonna have Marcus. So well, the character name still gotta say the same, right? No, I'm talking about coming to America. They doing a coming to America sequel. Sequel. I know. Uh, now in the sequel, I seen, I seen a bunch of bullshit. So I don't know what yeah. what is what. Like I seen the Kevin Hart supposed to play in the sequel, and um, the one dude from Soul Plane, the African dude, uh, the buff dude. I don't even know. Well, his trash acting ass. Uh, he was supposed to be a part of it. <laughs> Market. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I'm for this uh, boomerang. I ain't either. Leave it where it's at. You know, like I'm a big ass, like I'm a big ass RoboCop fanatic, right? It's the did only like cop the s- I acknowledge. Did you like the sequel? The new one? Yeah, they trash did. bags. I haven't seen it. So you know, like I said, you know, the kids growing up, that's what they gonna go to. Yeah, they ain't gonna be thinking about the one in the '80s. Are they are they checking for Eddie Murphy films like that though? I know I I know I just saw a reboot that's coming up that made so, me so, what so I'm, mad. No, so what I'm saying is like these movies they're not allowing him to grow you know become classic with time anymore because they to keep reboot rebooting it into this a shit. series though like to take that a movie trash, and make it a man. series that's that's kind of different though I'm I'll I'm, I'm looking for it just leave my classics alone I'm looking for it uh, I'm not looking for Sean oh. BT. Go ahead. I don't listen, I don't watch BT either. Yeah, I'm not looking for nothing on BT. But uh, oh, P- the man cave is dope though. The man cave is dope, and they the got a new, they got a new dope. president, so we, I'm, I'm gonna give him a chance. I'm gonna see what they do with the new Still president. Still white on. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I mean, that's just where the money goes. If the entertainment is on point, then all right. Fuck it. 
Um, peace to uh, Vern Troyer, also known as Mini Me, man. Passed away at 49. That little uh, mo- uh, uh, damn, I was in God bless the dead. I <laughs> 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 just got myself. Um, yeah, I was never into the Austin Power movies like that, but Me you know, either. I think the funniest shit I seen. Uh-huh, with him, I fucked with Austin Powers. The funniest shit I seen with him was I, I can't remember what show it was on, but it was on like a uh, a VH1 like celebrity like kind of show, and he was like, I can't think of the name of it, but he was like super drunk one night, and he was like pissing in the bushes. Oh yeah, out. yeah. What show was that? Uh, I think the brat was, was on pissing it. Pissing in the bushes, yeah. Like pissing like in the front, uh, in the in the in, on the flowers. Was it like in the a house. counseling type shit. I don't know. I forgot um, what it was. He just kept making this little noise. Oh, like, I forgot the name of that shit, right, man. Right, but he always right. had um. He kept making this noise while he was pissing. He always had like medical problems. Yeah, I mean, I think he had medical problems even in that show. They was talking about his medical problems. And yeah, shit. yeah, that's a that's a medical condition. He wasn't just little because he was little. As fuck. Yeah, he yeah he really had a medical condition. Oh, man, peace to that man. Damn, I just <laughs> I gotta find that shit. I gotta find that clip. Crazy how we, what the fuck that like, is. Right, crazy how y'all made right, sure to say peace to him, but right. nobody spoke on uh. Barbara Bush. <laughs> I mean, uh, what do you? She was ninety two. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> you, uh, are you like, going too soon? <laughs> no, dude, That's no, fits, everybody. No, no. <laughs> 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 no, I'm saying you. <laughs> hey, man, R.I.P. to Barbara Bush, man. Uh, <laughs> Babs. We'll see you later, Babs. <laughs> no, she was 92. I mean, she lived an amazing. <laughs> she lived a full life. Fuck. <laughs> he said that in the group chat. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, this is like Betty White's kindergarten teacher. Oh, fuck. I see uh, Bush seniors in the hospital now, though. I seen that this like morning, the, like the day after. They said like the day after. Yeah, that. now that right there, that's, that's yeah. Guess what? He owed to bye, nigga. Right? <laughs> Look, that's how is that more? <laughs> bye, nigga. Well, I'm just saying, you put it in the group chat, and it's like Barbara Bush. This lady died, birthed the president. Like she birthed. Uh, She's ninety two. Governor, what whatever the fuck. <laughs> just farewell, bit bye. <laughs> Secret service. I'm just playing. Secret service. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm really gonna miss Barbara. I'm just playing. Hey, y'all going to hell, man? Oh shit. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, I seen a meme about it. This will maybe bring it up again. Yeah. yeah I'm like, same thing her. She said to me, "Who?" <laughs> yeah. Um. Did y'all check out the uh, the track that I sent y'all with uh Khalid? I did, I liked it. Black and Ty Dollar? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I liked that one. That was a good one. Yeah. See, now y'all finally getting, y'all finally catching on, Nigga, man. You, you just want niggas to listen to what you want to listen to. Right. What you talking about? If y'all send me something, I'll listen to it. Oh, you know All right. When was the last time y'all did that? I don't consume media like that. I really can't. Well, I, I do. Know. I have the time. But you know... Then she wants you to listen to some motherfucking Whatever I want you to listen to You only want to listen to <laughs> Motherfucker send you some motherfucking Spice one and shit Hit <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> you a spice one I'll be sending shit off the new list It should be new songs It might be yeah, old man. to people Y'all let me know I'll, uh, Cause I listen to more music than anybody I was watching a thing on um, I was looking at a thing on YouTube Well I was Like I said I was on I've been on space kind of tough Last couple of days right so Face and Quick supposed to be doing a collaborating EP. 
Yeah, I'm not really for that. <laughs> face put too much emotion into his music. I don't, that's why I, I don't want him face. on no quick beats. You know, and that's kind of where I was at with it. Bro. I don't want him on no DJ quick beats. I was just saying that shit. Mm. I don't, I don't, know, need I don't face know what that would no, be. Because uh, quick beats is kind of more fun. and Yeah, Mm-mm, not face. Yeah, it don't sound like face. I agree with that. I think, you know, and to me, you know what I mean? I love Scarface. But social media has has taken away some of his like mystique. You know, y'all get what I'm saying? Like Scarface to me was like he back in the day was just like this this mystery. This he was full of mystery. Like you ain't you didn't really see him like that. Yeah, you just knew the music. You know the the music, the emotion behind the music. But like social media now, you hear him talking all the goddamn time. You seeing him all the time. I'd be like. That's a new wave, though. <sighs> you gotta readjust. It's 2018. Kind of like Willie D. Willie D. Then became some social media. Yeah. But just hearing Scarface talk for the first time, I'm just like, the person that killed me know. is like Lord Jamar. I be like, who the fuck is Lord Jamar? They keep asking him yeah. his opinion on shit. Yeah. Like, where did he come from? <laughs> he's uh, he's a rapper. He's like brand newbie. Yep, five percent. How much I didn't I only heard one brand new being song in my life. Hey man, he rebranded himself. Yeah, I see that. Ain't nobody checking for him. Um, J Cole dropped KOD. I like the album. Uh, I I only got to hear about half of it because Spotify on some bullshit. What? <laughs> I heard it all on Spotify. You pay for it? Look. No, that's out. <laughs> pay for, oh, I pay for Spotify. Yeah, you talking about I pay for it every month? Yeah, but I paid it. Oh, I'm subscribed to Spotify. Even, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I haven't even got this shit turned off, yeah, man. man. Them people's tripping. Yeah, man. Oh, I'll take all this shit. I think I'm gonna sign up for title though. I, I keep saying I'm gonna do that too, but um, man, I keep telling y'all, y'all listen to it, to man. I like side. the, I like KLD. Yeah, and I, I they, seen they everybody shitting on the album again. I, I see everybody shitting on it, and I wasn't getting what they were shitting on. They just like, shitting on Cole. Mm. Period. Like you, they just shit on his last album. Now you shitting on this album, like. First, the last album was boring as hell, and then this album. Because if it ain't no trap beat behind it, they if if it ain't no trap. But beat this time behind he kind of gave you them them type of beats. Like he, he kinda, gave you yeah, more of a, like you know what I'm saying. Production. But he just gave you the substance. But he just didn't give you the bullshit. Now there was something like it. in the beginning. The second half was tough. The second half was like classic, classical. Now the beginning, the songs were nice. He like he still gave you the substance, but he I didn't. Gave you I, type the, of, like, some ATM. of the hooks were, some of the hooks were throwing me off. Yeah, but like some of the hooks were really throwing me off. I gotta look at the track list, but it it, it was I, I fucked with it. I really like um, Kevin's heart. Maybe the the best song on the album. I liked it that. Uh, I he dropped a video. I didn't get a chance to check the video out yet. I only seen the video to ATM. I haven't seen the video. No, it's a Kevin's heart. It's he oh. and Kevin Hart is in it. He stars in it. Oh, I gotta see that. Um. I yeah. like the photograph. The struggle to remain faithful in this world of temptation. It's a tough tune, man. It's a tough tune. Um, after then, yeah, after Kevin's heart, you get all classic cold. Like the beginning of the album was like, eh. I like it. Like tough. the beginning, of, the beginning of the album. I like the photographs in the beginning of the album. Yeah, I guess. I didn't really start like. Nineteen ninety five was dope. I didn't really start getting into it. Like getting I, I into like, it, getting I, into I it, it like until Kevin's heart. I listened to the album like. Three times, like fully through. Uh, 
Just because I didn't want to just listen to it once and then give my yeah. opinion, I wanted to kind of. I listened to it like twice, two, three times. Yeah. Um, window pane in brackets. Window pane was dope. Those full of gems. Uh, nineteen eighty-five intro to the fall off. That's what I just spoke with. Yeah, that that. And that I don't know if that's that. like he said the intro to the fall. I don't know if he's that's another album or is he like really yeah. saying well maybe you know motherfuckers is saying I'm falling off type shit. Yeah. Uh, I think he gave like he still gave. Substance like it's twelve tracks. Yeah, always. Like, yeah, nine nine out of twelve tracks was something you can go back to. You know what I'm saying? Like ATM, I wouldn't really. I liked it the message behind ATM, yeah. but it's not a track that I would just want to turn on. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. But other than yeah. that, he has some shit on. I there. give it a, a very good album. Uh, as of now. Out of five stars, how many I think know? I'm just looking. It's for probably my least favorite Cole album. Mm. Now I'm just starting to look for. Well, Cole I don't know. I didn't like Born Center that that much. I'm not looking for. Cole. I'm looking for Cole to. I don't want to say I'm looking for him to collab, but like once, like I I really want to hear a him and Kendrick something. You know what I'm saying? I don't saying? think like, that's their lane. They don't need it. I mean, I know they don't need it, but I just I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like. Something again, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when he first came yeah. out, he had the few like the TLC. Yeah. You know, he had the few letting people get on the songs. Like oh, I want, okay. I do want to hear something. Oh shit, it went platinum. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I still want to hear something. Yeah. I want to hear something else. Like I like Cole's albums. I like the way he been doing the album with just him and not yeah. doing no features. I like well, maybe he he's that type that. of artist. Like uh, who who um, who was that? The uh, Sade. When she was like, I really don't make music unless I really like have something to talk about. He did this album in two weeks. So I mean, yeah, and you know he, I mean, mean? he being he be in his own world. But I just Yeah, he's really not throwing music out there. He's Cole, just, just give us a remix of one of the songs with somebody on it. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't know the, the the shit he got going on with uh whoever the fuck Smoke Perp and Lil Pump are. I don't know who the fuck they are, but he got some shit going on with them. I know he was they were saying I kind of felt like when I was listening to the music, he was it was just basically, I've been through it. This is, you know, this is what it is. It's up to y'all to take this advice or not. Lil Pump is Gucci Gang. Who? The Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Oh, okay. I mean, the shit's corny, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the fuck they had going on. Everybody's sparking it like, well, they're kind of trying to spark it like it's a beef. I don't think Cole is taking it as a beef. I think he's just giving them a lot Yeah, but you know. Like they're young and he just tell them, like, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all of this is going to end up to nothing. The youngsters ain't trying to hear that shit. Yeah. Not, not today, they ain't. Mm-hmm. Um, Kanye West has been tweeting nonstop for some days now. He's been tweeting, you know, he throws some gems in there. Some album releases and lots of controversy. Um, if I could throw like all of his tweets into one like simple phrase, it would just be question everything. And I don't get the problem with that. Like I know a lot of people are disagreeing with what he's saying, but you know, he's challenging conventional thought. Which he's always done. So are you are we slandering the person? Just because of what we feel his beliefs are, without even having a conversation, I think I think he's catching slander because he's seem he's seemingly I'm not saying that's what he's done because I don't know his mind state. What it seems like he's seemingly 
um, giving support to people who are pro-Trump. So that's, that's why I, that's why I took away from what I read. I, he had some he had some tweets that I thought were very interesting. I saved a couple of them. I think uh, one was uh, people demonize people, and then they demonize anybody who sees anything positive in someone who's been demonized. Like, yeah, I mean everybody has a few gems in their bag. You know what I'm saying? Everybody does. Yeah, yeah he had a few. Um, whether you disagree with their beliefs or not, they all got. Gems here and there. I'm not. I can't like disagree with. I'm not going to totally just throw this person away just because I disagree with them on a few things. Right. Like have a conversation, have some dialogue. I'm the type of person like I don't take no one's word for anything. Like I'm gonna listen to what you got to say. Then I'm gonna research, research the shit on my own. And then we can have a, a a discussion about it. Right. But, man, I don't know. He's getting slandered for tweeting his support uh, for Candace Owens. Yeah, uh, I, got a, she, I got the like, clip on her. She's her speaking about totally. it. Like her speaking on her, kind of like the reaction, I guess. And then the talk with him and Ebro, when I was listening to that, like when Ebro getting to how the conversation started, like kind of what he said. Like, I got a couple clips from that, from her conversation. And oh, well, you, I mean, you can play it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, hold on. Well, y'all can keep on going, but yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> she no, she was on a. Uh, she was on Fox. She was on yeah. Fox. Oh, she already trashed him. She, she oh, she be cooning. Yeah, uh, yeah. she's. Oh uh, yeah, super cool. Yeah, she was. I'm, I'm gonna start with Ebro. <clears throat> I'm gonna start with Ebro though. Uh, let me get to it. It was. I gotta get exactly to the second because I made sure to <laughs> I made sure to get it right. I was like, I want to make sure I'm, I'm where it's supposed to be at, so I wanted to make sure it was right because I was really like, you know, I listened to a few interviews, but okay, hold on, let's get into this Ebro real quick. And it ain't no Ralph though. He's like Ebro. We just don't want to be out here acting like niggas. That's what got, got that was the first thing out of his mouth. What does that mean? And I was like, well, you are acting like a nigga, though. Because you're talking mean? about things you don't understand. Said, and you're playing with that things mean? that people have died for and are still dying and crying out about. This Candace lady telling Black Lives Matter people that they're whiners, she doesn't know the neighborhoods these people come from. Absolutely not. You're talking to mothers, people who have lost family members, sons, daughters. Are you kidding me? And so you're just playing around. He was like, well, that's what I want to have. I want to have open dialogue. I said, Kanye, the conversation's been open, bro. You're just not a part of it. And you're just chiming in right now because you got an album coming out. So I'm gonna stop mm. it there. How y'all feel um, Ero may be right about he's chiming in because the album is coming out. Um, but Kanye has Kanye has always been known for these kind of like these tirades. Yeah. Not just because he has an album out. The thing with um, Black Lives Matter, I don't necessarily agree with them either. Um, I think people confuse the actual hashtag and the name for the organization. Uh, from my experience, the organization is pretty shitty. Um, it's a lot of that's because they attacked your ass on Twitter. <laughs> and, but it, it, I mean, no, don't get me wrong; 
yeah, they're out there marching, but what exactly are they marching for? To me, it's like from from my understanding, you know, because whatever your your sexual preference is, I see all my people as my skin folk. You black, we we need to sit down and we need to come together and we all not necessarily be on the same page, but I can respect your beliefs, you respect my beliefs, and we do what we need to do for the common good. Definitely. But I feel that they're using the the death of you know our young men in these streets as a means to march for their their rights as a homosexual or homosexuality. What? That's what I was getting out of it. So um I forgot to uh, I can't even think of the tweet, but it kind of broke my heart. I can't even think of the tweet the you know, she was one of the um the ladies that she was big time in the organization and you know she was saying that you know as a gay woman like we are out there marching for y'all and the you know kind of like the way y'all treat us or or whatever um when one of y'all get killed again let's see who marches for y'all then type shit so i asked her like well are you marching because we're getting down we're getting gunned down in the streets or are you marching because you want to know be known as A black woman that's part of the LBGTQ community that's marching. Right. You know what I mean? Help me understand. But they wouldn't, and they just kept attacking, attacking. And I didn't know that there was such a divide as it really is. You know what I'm saying? They see you got, you got, uh, it's kind of like you got rights or, you got rights as a human, a black human being, and then you got rights as a black gay human being. And somewhere, the shit just became split. Right. So it's no longer just us as black people. Now you got all these agendas. And I was trying to help find a solution, but they just kept attacking. So I just said, fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That kind of where it is. Um, as far as out here doing nigga things, like I said, because just because he agrees with a certain person's thought, doesn't mean he agrees with that person as a whole. Yeah, that's I mean, because he said that he loves Donald Trump, and I, and everybody got well. I mad mean, I know that. he's kind of he's kind to he kind of you can tell he's kind of trolling now because he said I'm I'm making up beats in the sunken place. And then Ebro already said, uh, "What Ebro told him? You're cooning for cash or something like that." Yeah, well, how do you, how do you go from George Bush doesn't like black doesn't love black people to I'm pro Trump? And what's crazy? Let is me okay. Let me let me okay. Let me let me ask y'all something. George Bush did abandon black people in Hurricane Katrina. Can you point out a specific thing that y'all don't like about Trump that the rest of these presidents didn't do? Well, I actually say Trump is my nigga. I'm going to ask you then. (laughs) What Uh, is something that Trump is doing now that the rest of these presidents you uh, feel didn't do besides put on the show? He's trying to kick out all the immigrants. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't... 
know anybody on a personal level who would be affected by it that I know of. Mm. But like when you think about it, the majority of the farming community gets their help from illegal immigrants. So it's like nobody knows how to farm. How are we going to feed ourselves if the people who grow the food y'all kick them out? How do that affect you though? How am I going to eat? How am I going to feed my children unless I learn how to hunt pigeon in the next? <laughs> so you saying they can't teach nobody else though? Like, I mean, can't nobody else million, learn? Millions of it's millions of people. These are these it's millions of people. Like you can't replace millions of farmers because niggas ain't going to do it. Niggas don't even want to work at McDonald's in this air conditioned. So I know niggas ain't going to fucking farm. I know they're not doing that. It's hard work. That's why they pay these people under the table. It's hard work and it doesn't. It's not very profitable. I think. I think if they paid the people right, whoever would do it. Like I don't I'm not Yeah, but I'm not against I'm not gonna say I'm against I I don't care about no president, right? So it's not it's not Trump fault. I just don't give a fuck about the presidents like that. But um I feel like I was more so when Trump was running, right? The racist type of shit he was saying, I was more so like at least I know. You know what I'm saying? Like I get that part. So so that's why I didn't like I'm not as much of a fuck Trump person. Like I'm not a pro Trump either. I'm not Yeah, right. absolutely. I'm not a I love Trump, but I'm more so like if you hate me, let me let me know you hate me. Yeah, I'm cool me. with that. Like if you hate me, just let me know you hate me. Yeah. I'm fine with that. And then he still like does different things which we're going to get into later, you know. Um he still tries for for different type of things. Like he's he actually look into situations and i'm not gonna say black community or white community or nothing like that but he you know he will speak on certain shit that you haven't heard a lot of presidents speak on i'm not every now and then i'm not anti-trump like you know it is what it is i've just learned to okay this is who we got to deal with for the next however long i'm just on a very basic human needs level if we kick out the people who grow the food how the fuck are we but you can't see see this is the thing trump may have Put it out there in the air like y'all need to get the fuck out of here but that idea didn't just pop up when no, trump no, no. began to run for president and that's what i guess we as people need to understand that trump is just the face, the face. of what america is um yeah but it's, it's one thing it's one thing to, for it to be a open secret it's a different when somebody actually says all right i'm going to actually take steps to make this shit really happen I mean, you would you rather have somebody say, "I'm gonna take steps to your face" or do it? That yeah, that's what I'm for. I'm, I'm for the if you hate me, let me know. You let me hate let me, me. Uh, I'm a, let me just say this before you start that next clip. Go ahead. Um, we really can't sit here and act like we don't know why people voted for Trump. Of course. Um, you one of the reasons you know you got racist you know and racism being one. Uh, but we can't sit here and act like people didn't know that Hillary was just as trash. Like we can't forget about the super predators comment. True. Uh, the street, the three strikes law. Her husband backed her own. I mean, both both are complete trash. That's why I did personally. I didn't vote. Um, but Trump broke open the floodgates of what politics is, what it's coming to, and what a politician looks like and like all of that is that dynamic has changed yeah but you know you, uh, that could for be, the good or the bad i don't you know what i mean a, that could be a dangerous thing because now everybody feels like fuck it 
everybody, if Trump can win, saying the things he said and doing the things he's done, anybody should be qualified. Like, no, I don't think everybody's qualified to do this job. I mean, I I would want, I want a person that's real with themselves and just tell me being themselves. Yeah, I, I want, I want that more than I want somebody that's lying and portraying an image to get my vote. I'd rather have a motherfucker say. I mean, regardless of what it is, like w- when you got Trump, even if you get another black president, I would rather have a black president that's like, fuck all that. We finna work on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather get a black president that's more so for the movement. Like, we gonna, we are going to attack these cops for doing what they're doing. I would rather get a black president that's going to say shit like that that Fox News don't want them to say, opposed to... A black president is just, that's just playing the fence to what he can get. You know what I'm saying? Trump is kind of like saying what the fuck he want to say. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you do, cool. Like he don't, he's not giving a fuck. I, I respect that more. That's, I mean, that's the reason why we, why I listen to the hip hop I listen to. That's the reason why I listen to the people I listen to. That's the reason why Tupac was one of my favorite people. You know, uh, not just rappers. That's why Tupac was one of my favorite because you just saying what the fuck you feel. Yeah. And, you don't care about how the next person feel about it. Is it, but is is it a stretch to want a person who can do both? Who I think I think the thing that made Trump successful, in my opinion, is Trump was self funded. So I don't have to cater to a certain group. I don't have to, you know, what I'm saying I don't have to. And kiss I nobody. I don't have to kiss nobody's ass because I have money. So I don't need y'all money to get to where I need to get to. That part about Trump, he changed I did, the game. I did like, but is it too is it too much to ask for somebody who can? Who can be honest but also has some political savvy? Because what you you don't politician and honesty doesn't go together. Uh, I think Bernie could have did it. I think Bernie could have did it. Yeah, but everybody's going to Hillary and she hijacked his campaign. So what good is it? Okay, but we can't say it's not. It can't be done because I mean, if 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 Bernie had Trump money, I think if Bernie would have beat Hillary, he would be president. I I do. I definitely think so. Um, but you, I'm gonna get back to Candace Owens. Um, she is described to be, and uh, from what the knowledge I've got out from her, she is uh, described to be an articulate black woman whose goal is to systematically dismantle arguments about white privilege put forward by black activists, the Democratic Party, and Black Lives Matter. She's basically saying, like, so she, is she playing the white folks, or is she really cooing? I don't uh, unless she has a hidden agenda. Based on the description you just read, that sounds like one hundred percent cool to me. She's kind of like more so. Well, what she was saying is she's more so of an independent thinker, and that's why she always been for Kanye. Like, yeah, because black folks tend to like. I think like this because this is how I'm supposed to think because I'm black. Yeah. She's more so like, I don't have to fall under that. Uh, in that box and I don't want to be and, in that And that is what I'm that. saying Are we slandering Kanye Because He agrees that uh, What you just said Like she is a free thinker Are we slandering him For Praising her On being a th- Free thinker Based on what she thinks That's That would be why that, The second one would be where I'm Like you praise But you can't But just because she feels this way doesn't mean like I can I can agree with the person like me and him was just saying like I learn I learn the most from people that I disagree with I can understand why people fuck with Trump like he puts it out there this is how it is this is how it is 
I agree that that's how you should be. He agrees that Candace Owens is an amazing free thinker. That doesn't mean he agrees with what she's saying. Yeah, I don't agree with right. Saying. Yeah, but why? If you're if if basically what I'm putting out to the world, and if if my mission statement is to take away black people's, you know, if I want to if I want to dismantle black people's argument, like why would you? As a black woman, as a black person, why would your focus be on tearing down the black argument? But the, her her thing is basically like I don't want to. It's we, everybody, us being black. That's what we speak on, our skin tone. And she's saying like, why do I have to be this certain way because I have dark skin tone? Well, see, see, to me, I'm looking at all of this. I'm looking at. I don't, all like, of I don't this. think she's right. I'm looking at all of this as one, right? So, she says. Um, she wants to dismantle arguments about white privilege put forward by black activists, the Democratic Party, and Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Right? Most black activists and Black Lives Matter have become political. Under what umbrella? The Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has been fucking over black folks for so long. Okay, I, we get so, that. So long. So it's all basically under one umbrella. Not really, All she's though. saying, uh, I mean, from maybe I'm just looking too much into it. She's saying she was a liberal two years ago or whatever, and now she's a Republican, I guess. All that's, all that's well and fine. If you don't, if, if, I mean, fuck it all. Be independent shit. But yeah. b- us black folks, we do need to get away from that. This, we're born Democrats. We're born. We're literally born Democrats. Okay, and they've been fucking us over for so long, but they know they have that vote wrapped up already, and they use that to the, to their advantage. I, I don't think I don't think any political party is for black people, either. But we're born Democrats, bro. You got to okay, admit I, that. I, I'll say that. But if what I'm saying is, if she's if she's saying I'm a Republican and I want to, I'm sticking up for the Republicans and I'm sticking up for Democrats. Fine. How do you, as a black person, say I'm going to dismantle the white privilege argument that, yeah. and, and, and dismantle you know, the black argument on their behalf? You're cooning. You're, you're, you're she fi- basically but, saying black people stop being crybabies. That's but what, what I'm saying she's is fighting but their fight this, for is, this is what I'm saying, though. If, she's, okay, she, if she wants to dismantle arguments about, about white privilege put forward by black activists, the Democratic Party, and Black Lives Matter, at the end of the day, these most black activists and Black Lives Matter is funded by Democrats. And who is behind the Democratic Party? It ain't black folks. So you got black activists and you got Black Lives Matter out there spewing out rhetoric from who? For the Democrats. And who? White people. White people. So it's all it all just comes full circle. Yeah, but you're you're their mouthpiece. So basically, when we see she's saying I'm dismantling that. Yeah, why though? When when you have white people admitting that there is white privilege, how can you as a black the same way I can't expect white people to speak for me one hundred percent authentically a little I know that messed that word up, but whatever. <laughs> From an authentic standpoint, how can you as a black person say, I'm going to stick up for white privilege? Like if I, I know it's 
if I know, like I said, I'm the part. I'm I'm of the mindset where whoever has the money controls the narrative. You control the narrative. You have all the power. If true, the Democratic Party is funding all of this, then under disguise of quote unquote black activists and quote unquote Black Lives Matter, all you're doing is spewing out democratic rhetoric. Yeah. So the message has a hidden agenda behind it. You just seeing the face. Okay. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if she's saying she's dismantling that, how can you I would rather our people be free thinkers instead of choosing sides. Because ultimately it's breaking us apart. Okay. I but I white privilege exists. Can we exist? Can we Absolutely, but if you're having if, if there's white people funding the people who are talking about white privilege then ultimately they're controlling their message the same way we right. was talking about the walkouts at the end of the day the government was g- giving them the leeway to do these walkouts okay so is is the point they're making less valid because the funding comes from white people absolutely how so okay because if you have the money you control the narrative and the power okay so the Okay, so let me take it back to earlier in the podcast. All it is is what can you do for me? That is, this is what this is. Okay. If I give you these funds. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. So, does the slave experience change? Is the is is what we heard at that plantation less valid because that plantation owner because the plantation owner is white, which we were we told the plantation owner is white. Yeah. He has two. Who has the tour? The tour guys I saw were a black man and two two black women. So does. Does the history of slavery in general and does the history of slavery on that plantation change because the owner is white? Because that's that's the funding. This is who pays their salaries, right? This is who, yeah, this who owns the property. We're, we're walking into their place of business. That's, but that's that's not what I'm saying is that you said because the, the funding for Black Lives Matter and black activists is coming from white people, they're just basically I'm not not, not just quote-unquote white people, but... Democrats. A political affiliate. Okay, so that so to you now we're changed, getting into politics, right? So that changes the that changes the does it change the validity? You said was it, does it change absolutely? The okay, so does because it, when politics get involved, you always have a, an agenda. You don't have sincere politics that does not exist. Okay, so does does the historical accuracy of what we heard about slavery in general and slavery on the plantation change because the funding for that plantation comes from a white person? No, that's just iron. That's just irony. He's still making money off of that plantation, but we're talking about a political party funding majority of this stuff. So until we get the funding, it's still see. about politics. It's, it's politics. All everything is politics. Every, Absolutely, everything has politics involved in it. Everything, any, any any subject you want to bring up, there's politics behind it. So should we not have the conversations then be, in, until we can fund ourselves? we're self-funded no but it just you just got to keep your eyes open that's how i feel about it i'm not i get i I get that i'm just saying why would a black person go out voluntarily go out and be the champion for the opposite like say i'm going to i'm going to debunk for the opposite team why would you do that why would you say i'm that's that's this is my mission statement this is something i'm just or maybe she's just saying i'm i go I want my people to be free thinkers. Free thinkers, and I'm gonna have that. to. I'm have to go head up with the 
Democratic Party. Okay. It just so happens that these two, some people, activists in this organization is affiliated with the Democratic Party. Yeah, but don't, don't okay, I, I get all of that, but don't say my mission is to debunk white privilege because we know it exists. White people themselves acknowledge it. So who are you as a black woman to say, I'm going to debunk it? Like within I, this political party, don't forget that part. Okay, but you, okay, say we'll say I'm going to attack the political party. Don't say I'm going to I'm going to attack this message because we know it exists. I now nah, nah, I agree, I agree. But like I said, I just because she feels this way doesn't mean Kanye does. Maybe he just admires the way. And I can get that. I get you know. What I'm saying? Like he thinks. loves her form of thinking. That's yeah. really all he was. Well, why, so it. why is he getting attacked for that? We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into because, it. Because I think what because of her stance. That's like saying right. I, I even though he was a bad person, I personally like Hitler as a painter. He was a painter before he became a dictator. I like his paintings. Like you'd be like, yeah. nigga, what? No. But that's what's wrong with that? Because as much as we in a perfect world, maybe we could, but we can't always separate the artist from the art. But that and that's but that's the thing of the free thinking. Like, why do I yeah. have to think inside of this box? Why, because I'm black, I have to think inside this box. Why can't I? Not strip saying you I down. agree with her. I don't agree. Yeah. But I'm not opposed to her way of thinking either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you strongly believe in this and you strongly took the time to study and all of this and you found the loopholes and the bullshit. And I'm not mad that you're educating others. Now, the, edu- the once you get that education, you use it however you want to use it. Once I give you this education to say that, look, this political party is has never helped you. They have never truly helped you. Absolutely. Right. So once once I give you that education, now you use that education however you want. You don't have to. I'm not yeah. saying become a Republican. I'm not saying become a liberal. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying know that these are facts and then form your opinion. Don't let your opinion be formed by what you see or what the next person may have said. Like figure figure out the facts because a lot of people is not the facts. Like we don't. Bill Clinton term when he was the president, us being a kid, we don't know Bill. I, me being a kid, I didn't know what Bill Clinton was about. I just know I seen him on TV doing the jazz game. and all that yeah. shit. So I'm like, oh shit, Bill Clinton, dope. Yeah. Bill Clinton, my dude. You know what I'm saying? And then now all these years later, that I'm older and I studied a little bit, I'm like, oh shit, he's the reason why all these black people was incarcerated. Mm-hmm. He's the reason for the mass incarceration. Here, he's the reason for this. You know, now I'm not like, oh shit. The Democrats is not as good as I didn't thought my whole life. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? True. Like so now that you know these facts, you 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 use it how you want to use it. I'm kind of for the like no, I don't agree with slavery, right? I don't agree with none and of I, that. Like of course not. Yeah. But do I keep on crying about it four hundred years later or do I just no, this is what I'm living in right now, so I'ma tell y'all, yes, yeah, this is still facts that they did the slaves like this, and it's facts that the police is still killing people. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. these are facts. But I'm going to speak on my time right now. I can't yeah. keep giving you 400, 500 years ago that didn't have no personal effect to me or my parents. You know what I'm saying? Because my, you know what I'm saying? My, my grandfather came here in 1940-something. So for all them years, for the last 100 years or whatever, my family been here. And then prior to that, you know what I'm saying? So... I know that the injustice happened, so I'm going to speak on my injustice right now. 
not saying that the speaking on slavery is wrong or nothing like that, but I kind of feel that like learn your facts about this and don't think that the Democratic Party give a fuck about you. Black people voted majority. Uh, or I don't. Unless I wouldn't say black voted, people go but and see, vote Democrat without even the, knowing about the politics. Black people seen the world through the eyes of a Republican pre JFK. And the only reason that changed is because JFK slipped through the cracks and bailed, well, and got Martin Luther King Jr. out of jail. Yeah, but did we have voting rights pre JFK? So how we, we seen how we, how we saw the world? The tide turned, though. The tide turned from black people agreeing with Republican politics, and that's when it turned. How do we? Know but that? it was a hidden agenda behind it. How, but how do we know that we weren't we we didn't have a voice in the voting booth so we don't know where black people actually stood pre JFK yeah uh, it's called a study yeah but who's who who's who's presenting these facts there's like, many there's a many of documentaries on it there was one documentary that I was watching on PBS um, about JFK which said verbatim that it is hilarious to think that JFK really cared about black people and civil rights. He bailed Martin Luther King Jr. out of jail as a political move, and it changed the tide of black politics forever. That is when we started seeing everything through the eyes of a Democrat. So is that kind of like Lincoln freeing the slaves to absolutely have the black folks fight? We don't know these. We don't know this information, so we keep these. We keep the narrative rolling, and that is. I can see why she would want to break black people away from those chains. Just a train of thinking. The, like, she speak on, that's what we got. Black use. people are born Democrats. I get that. Like, the political party, and all, I get all of that. I'm with her as far as that. When you say I'm championing, I'm going to ch- be the champion. I'm going to be the face of debunking white privilege so, until, it, until it affects her personally. Then I... I don't think she'll change her mind. And that's the part that pisses me off because we see it. We see it. And they, they not only do we see it time and time again, we there's going to be another example we're going to talk about. We've yet to talk about in this podcast today. And another example of white privilege. So we see it time and time again. Yeah. But they admit it. White people are coming out in droves saying, White privilege exists. I've yeah, benefited white, from white it. privilege exists, but through the eyes of whom? You don't. White we people. don't. We white don't. People, but yeah, there is a there is white privilege. There is white privilege, and then there's a very, 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 very watered down version of white privilege, as well. So you got to be careful through the eyes of whom. Who are you seeing? The, a lot of black people look at other black people through the eyes of a white individual. This is how we. This is how we walk life, you know. That is how right. we look is, at other black people on a daily in that, our life. Is that in and of itself not white privilege? Like it does saying like we you look at each other the way we want you to look at each other. That's white. That sounds like white privilege to me in and of itself. We've tra- we've trained through the media through different means. We've trained you to look at each other as opposition, as opposed to help, as opposed to a community I mean, of people. I, I let's let's get into this. Yeah. Let's get into this. The second question, what have you learned about speaking out at UCLA, the firestorm that ensued, and uh, Kanye backing you? 
I've learned that the left would like their slaves back. They've created a system where mm. black people are ideological slaves, and we tested this theory very quickly. He simply said seven words, I like the way Candace Owens thinks, and this became a front news story across every single platform that you could possibly dream of, and that is only because he is not allowed to think differently as a black man. All right. I agree with everything she said. That, that's why I wanted this clip. And I did never heard this clip before, and we just talked about it. <laughs> I agree. I agree to. I agree up until the point where she says she's going to dismantle. That was no. That no. was a description. That was. Yes, I just clip. wrote that from a description. But that clip right there was everything we just talked about. Yeah, I'm, wrapped up in like ten words. I'm with. I'm. I. I. You said that you you learn more from a person you disagree with than somebody you agree with. Like I, right. I'm with. I'm with all of that. The free thinking. I'm with all of that. Like I. I I'm with. I, oh, that's what I'm saying. When her saying that, that's why I wanted this clip. Her saying that, like, us being, we're still being the slaves part. It's like, what she's saying, it's nothing wrong with what she's saying. Maybe some shit she worded wrong. Uh, I didn't I didn't look at, I, okay, I, I watched this interview, this full interview, and I watched, um, I mean, and I read about when she, uh, no, I watched when she said what she said to the uh, Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. It's, I'm on the fence. It's 50 50. You know, like I agree with what she just said. I don't agree with, a, I, I agree with you too with the why are you attacking black? Why, why are you fighting so hard for the other team? I agree with that yeah. part too. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you fighting so hard for this other team? But I also agree with the free thinking. I also agree with. Oh, I'm with the free thinking. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with all that. I'm just, until it affects her, until it affects her on a personal level. She may not understand. She may not have that. She may not have that perspective that this is a real thing. To maybe because there's there's black people who go through life and racism doesn't affect them. There's black people who go through life, you know what I mean? And they're in this they're in this bubble. Maybe they're it's because they're light skinned. Maybe it's because where they live. It's you know they're they live in a left thinking community. So you know uh, uh, they've been taught to include and and see people as they are not not their color. Whatever the reason may be, some people go through some people go through life protected, and until a tragic situation happens in her life, she may not even realize. Like, damn, I'm doing more harm than good. Like, I'm. I don't. I mean, I don't look at it that way. It's surface level stuff. Uh, the stuff in the background is what harms us the most. Um, but I know he almost he tweeted about his admiration for Scott Adams. Who was also a Trump supporter, but I believe he also was a free thinker, and I think they were just Kanye. Kanye said he w- was going to write a philosophy book, and I think this other guy has one. Yeah. So, like I said, there are some of us. You know what I mean? There are some of us who who just take people's. If if there are some of us who takes people' belief and says that's who you are. I don't like you. Go. And then there are some of us who actually look for good in people. And strip them down from the politics, from the agendas, and look at them as a human and be like, damn, I really like the way they think. But you just don't have many of those in the world today. Yeah, I don't have to agree with everything you say to agree with the little gems you have in your bag. Yeah, but if you... Uh how many like okay if you drop little gems every now and then but mostly you putting out bullshit how can you appreciate that 
How can you? How can you appreciate it? It just depends on what you call bullshit. I haven't heard nothing she said that was bullshit except what she would. Someone described her as being. I don't. I mean, I don't really. I haven't heard a lot from her. But like I said, I don't know if she's. I watched. Know, I watched this interview, and like I said, I watched the little thing with what she said to Black Lives Matter. I've dealt with them, and that's just like I said. A lot of people may not agree because they confuse the hashtag with the actual organization. Um, the phrase Black Lives Matter and the organization Black Lives Matter to me are two different things. Agreed. Um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of. I mean, I I know. Uh, I know context is hard to get through, you know, with social media. But like I said, everyone has a gem or two in their bag, and do we just throw them out because of different, you know, different beliefs? We've been forced to choose sides based on politics and belief. Politics and religion uh, Dialogue is no longer Warranted because we don't like Who people are personally You know I don't know In this era of I want everyone to agree with me There is no room for gray area mm. You know It used to be You know when Malcolm X You know was Malcolm X was debating with everybody Back in his day yeah, because he he wasn't doing it for likes. I, I didn't but now, that. is there room for that now? I, I, I didn't. I wasn't saying stuff because I wanted somebody to click that little thumbs up. You know what I mean? That would do. Do we have any Malcolm X's left? Are, is there one on the horizon? No, no, not to me. But is there room for it now? Could Malcolm X really just go around debating everybody like that no. today? It's th- and that's what I mean. This, this culture is too P. They want you to be PC. Yeah. Um, I know I, I was listening to something and Kanye told Ebro that, you know, uh, he was saying that no one was there for him during his opioid addiction. And I, it may be some truth to that. Like, to us, Kanye was just wilding out out here. Right. We was joking about him. Yeah, I, I mean, that sounds about you right. Know. Did anybody Did anybody have knowledge? I'm pretty sure. Cause when you Kanye to me became a recluse kind of. Like, I don't know. Everybody's been trashing Kanye for a hot minute, in my opinion. Yeah, that's all they really been doing. I don't think nobody ever looked into why the why. I don't think nobody was looking into the why. I mean, maybe nah, probably not. But then again, I think because when he said that to Ebro, Ebro was kind of like we was, you know. But I, I guess, on a close personal level. If if Ebro didn't feel like they did on a close personal level, but as far as to the to the eye, nobody was like, "Oh, what's going on with Kanye? Why is he acting like this? Why is he tripping at these concerts? Why yeah. you know?" But nobody looking at the why. They was just like, "Oh, Kanye tripping." No, I, and then they was ba- they was basically blaming it on the Kardashians. That too, but I think <laughs> Kanye has had from the beginning. Kanye's kind of always been outspoken. He's always been a free thinker. He's had erratic moments, like. Are we going to say all of this was opioid addiction? So, like, you know what I mean? It's like the boy cries wolf. Like, we can't... If this if this behavior becomes normal from yeah. you to us, like, who are we to say, oh, well, now it's an opioid addiction? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not something that we haven't seen from you before. So, it's like, it, this is Kanye being Kanye. He just turned up a little bit. I, I hear you. Um, Kanye also announced that he's dropping two projects. Uh, one of his own in a joint project with Kid Cudi. I'm not sure, sure if I want to listen to the one with Kid Cudi. 
I haven't liked Kid Cudi since his first album. I haven't listened to any Kid Cudi other than Day and Night. Uh, he also he's and uh, he's also producing the Pusha T and Tiana Taylor albums that's coming soon. And there's one more. And the Goat. Nasir Jones. Oh, She's producing that whole album coming in June. That I'm, I'm checking for that. Yeah. I, I hope it's not a I hope it's not a fabulous Jadakiss thing where, you know, you take somebody that's and, and put him in a different lane. Like I'm, I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping he can I hope he can do a, a pull a blueprint two off. If he does that, that'll be. Yeah, we'll see. If he get in his bag, so Kanye producing the um, whole album, the whole Nas album. Uh, Meek Mill has been uh, released. Okay. Uh, the pencils. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court overruled the judge who wanted to keep him in there. Uh, he said his goal is to shed light on other people of color. It's nice wording. Yeah. Um, who have been wrong, wrongfully jailed and to fight to have his conviction overturned. He basically said what um, the lawyer said. In that interview? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. We was talking about it last week. I really didn't know that the judge... Uh, Sent him back to jail because he popped a willy during yeah, a music that's, video. When we was, when we was talking about it last week, I kept on saying like, I would like to know the facts of the case before I just Trash. sit on this judge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like I said, I know that he spoke on the judge in his first mixtape. In the first Dream Chaser mixtape, he spoke on this judge. It was on a Drake beat or whatever. He spoke about this judge. So I knew it's been ongoing forever. I just didn't know the facts. The lawyer had kind of put the facts out there, like the facts of everything, like the the the, the um, corrupt officer and uh, you know all that shit. So now it's like now I'm kind of like, yeah, this judge is a piece of shit. Yeah, because well, like I said, I wanted to hear the facts. Uh, I knew I knew they was fucking them over with the um, the violations because you know that's just how parole and probation yeah, works. You violate him during a music video. They didn't even violate him during the music video either. After, he popped the right. willy in front of the police. He didn't even get arrested. A chief or somebody over the police department seen the video uh, a day later and went to his signing uh, whatever he was doing for the community. Went there deep, like 20-something deep and then arrested him. He thought yeah, the police was coming trash. to get the people from crowding around him like his fans and stuff crowd around him they like no get in the car so that's that's hella trash that's crazy i haven't seen the lawyer's interview i was uh i was in new orleans looking at titties so i didn't get a chance to uh check it yet but i definitely want to catch up on that one uh the 76 owner uh is he well expected to pick him up and take him straight to the arena for the 76ers playoff game tonight it already happened yeah we are recording on tuesday so you guys will hear this on thursday when it's hella old yeah, that already happened. The games are the games already over. He, he I think he, um, they brought him out. And he got to ring the bell. They were speaking on like uh, in the interview how the governor was having his back and um, I, I'm I still how he got out because the judge was trying to push it back to sixty days before he even had asked yeah, any the type Pennsylvania of Supreme Court overruled it. Overruled it. Okay. Yeah. Um, in some uh, tragic news, uh. Four people were killed and others were wounded after a naked white male opened fire in a Waffle House in Nashville. After a manhunt, he was found alive, you know, and of course taken into custody. He was held on a two million dollar bond, but it was revoked after a public outcry. Mm. 
Um, you know, I was reading some more. Authorities believe he suffered from mental issues. Same old song. A uh, bunch of them shits, though. A bunch of them. Yeah. The feds took all his guns and his gun license away. His fucking father gave the guns back to him. Several times. That's crazy. I was, um, I watched, I think Plaz had spoke on this shit or whatever. Basically about um how you bring in the the same narrative. You always bring in a white man, unharmed, unscathed, knowing you're looking for a killer, knowing this guy killed yeah. four people, um, knowing he still have guns because, of course, they kept giving him his guns but back. You got a gun drawn for a motherfucker. You uh, think breaking windows. You find a way to get him in, but you quick to kill a man that don't have no murder history. You don't know nothing about him. You don't know what's going on with him, but because of the color of skin, you kill him. So hmm. it's like, it's the same narrative. What yeah. does that sound like, guys? Every day. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I wonder what Candace Owens has to say about this. <laughs> um, peace to the brother, uh, James Shaw. He was the one who stopped the man as he was reloading and wrestled the gun away. Yeah. Uh, you can see his hand was burned. He grabbed the tip of the rifle. That's hella fire. Um, I'm, I'm scared for my life. And he got to I out. was. Oh, my God. I was listening to uh, James Shaw talk, right? Yeah. And he was saying after he wrestled the gun away, threw it over the counter, the man still stood in the doorway cussing him out. Like, why did you take my rifle type shit? And then he walked away. My question is. How the fuck did y'all let him walk out the motherfucking restaurant? Oh boy, what? <laughs> oh, he was getting fucked up. Right, like you finna stay here until the motherfucking. I mean, I, I guess I could see. Get here. I guess I could see if we like because he started hand, shooting. My hands burn. No, he started shooting from his truck outside. Right, he was sitting in his truck, started blasting outside, then walked into the building and killed two more people. So but my thing is, if he's walking outside, it's he could be walking back to that truck. Right. That too. I can't let you get back there. No. So if you, I mean, you know, peace to the, uh, you know, to the to the victims, man. You know, that it. shit is, is fucked up. But it. the rest of the people in that restaurant, I don't know how they let him get away. Yeah. But you got to think, though, like, we, we tend to this guy. We tend to the hero, and we got to take care of the two people who just got shot. I get it. Yeah, but I, walking out the door, like he's standing in the doorway cussing us out, and then he's walking back out. How do you not know he's going back to that truck to get another weapon? It's, it's but it's that's e- that's easy to it's easy to Monday morning quarterback and that's true. Trade. But like in the moment, shit, you probably just thinking like, let me get the fuck out of here, or let's take care of these niggas. Or, I mean, personally, n- no, I me, and it, I'm speaking from Las Vegas, safe and comfortable. Just talking shit. Yeah. Me, I don't yeah. think I'm letting him get out of there. You, but I you know could. what I'm saying? We'd have, st- have to stump him out, man. He getting hit with pots oh, and pans no. and shit. Merc some. Yeah. Um, we got some black excellence. Uh, Candace Parker has to pay uh, her ex-husband, Sheldon Williamson. <laughs> Why did you call him? $400,000 alimony. I'm like, what black excellence <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> right. I'm like, I can look at that. Everything. What you mean? <laughs> black excellence. That's some black excellence right there, man. Nah. It's a trash amount, by the way. How much? For, what is it? 400000 400000 no child support, uh, and they split like the house. I think. Candace Parker so fine. Oh God damn. Um, they got now, married. Wasn't he even making more money than her sitting on a bench? Though he made like twelve million his whole career. Yeah, but he only played. I think he, yeah, he only played trash. through one contract. 
He ain't he ain't laughing. He was trash. Anymore. She's still playing. She's still making money. She's still doing she's still playing and she's still like she's doing broadcasting. Like she's a big she's a way bigger star than he was ever going to be, so Yeah, he was trash. Um They got married back in two thousand eight, right before Candace Williams got drafted. Um some other news, uh in a tweet Trump says that he is considering pardoning pardoning the late Jack Johnson. Uh, Jack Johnson was an amazing boxer who was the first black man to win the heavyweight championship in 1908. Uh, Johnson was known to uh, be very despised for his lavish style and his love for white women. Uh, He was convicted in 1913 for violating the Mann Act. The Mann Act made it illegal for transporting white women across state lines for immoral reasons. (laughs) <laughs> they use that law to punish that brother for going across state lines to play in some snow. Uh, play with a white woman. That sounds about. He's a heavyweight champion too. Like we, nigger, no. listen, nigger, you ain't gonna beat us up and fuck our women. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he was doing. He much. served uh, one year in federal prison, uh, then he died in a car accident in nineteen forty six. So peace to that brother. I um, wait. A car accident in 1946. That means the car was going like seven miles an hour. Something don't sound right. Hey, something don't sound right. The Model Ts wasn't um, doing that much. They wasn't going that fast. Why hasn't he been pardoned? That's that's the question. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. We shit on Trump. I, Everybody I, shit on Trump. Then he come and do shit like this. I was reading. I I, I was reading something because something made me go back and say, why didn't Obama pardon him? And kind of, you know how that goes. Yeah, but Obama let all them people out of the drug. So I mean, I, I mean, was, no, I was just saying it was just out of curiosity. I was wondering why. That's, but that's somebody probably personally brought that. Probably ain't something that's on the. No, nah, he, he said in in a tweet somebody personally brought up yeah, Jack yeah. Johnson to him. Yeah, and yeah, but it was spoken. It, it was spoke. It was it was um talked about. During, uh, Did he say Sylvester Stallone? Because it keeps saying? popping up. It keeps popping up, I guess. And it was talked about in Obama's presidency. I guess Obama didn't want to pardon someone that was, uh, I forget the word, but. Already dead? Dead. And. Posthumously. It. College it, word. He was a black man, so that kind of. Yeah, that was. I, I, you know what I'm I'd much rather That was just out of curiosity I'm not doing that to shit on Obama but Yeah but uh, we talked earlier about You know what I'm saying You can't keep living in the past Like I, I, I applaud Trump for doing this But I applaud Obama for saying These drug convictions were too harsh I'm a pardon a hundred some odd people I hear you so I mean I, I got Every I applaud Obama for doing that of course I, I've never shit on Obama You know what I'm saying I ain't never really shit on him I think the Democrats is Democrats. It is what it is. Uh, I applaud Trump for this. Definitely, he definitely get proud for this. Trump, for looking Trump, into it. Trump, Trump did some shit where you like, all right, I fuck with him for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He did some shit like, and most people is more so like, oh, he doing this so he can get votes, so he can get in the office one more time. Whatever, I take it wherever I get it from. At this point, yeah, he say Sylvester Stallone called me with the story of heavyweight boxing champion Jack Johnson. His trials and tribulations was great. His life complex and con- and controversial. Um, others have looked at this over the years. Most thought it would be done, but yes, I am considering a full pardon. Now, it, now, 
considering and doing are two different things. So if he does Facts. it, then I, you know, I definitely then, throw my hands to him. Yeah. Then we put our hands together. But, but shout shout out to uh, Sylvester Stallone for you know at least bringing to his attention, trying to get something done. Yeah, well, before we get out of here, uh, I'm wishing uh, much peace and serenity for uh, you know my coach Greg Popovich. Yeah, you know, and his family, his wife Aaron, you know, Popovich passed away. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's been hard. I ain't even been paying attention to the games, man. Yeah, 40, 40 years is a long 40 time. 40 years, man. And, and I, I was reading, Shit. I was reading, I was told that, you know, we we know this, the San Antonio Spurs is one of the most successful organizations in professional sports. But from what I understand, a, a, a large part of that is because of Aaron Popovich. Yeah. Like she, she created the family environment that crazy, made the organization what it is as far as bringing players in, especially international players. And you know, making them feel at home so they can be them best selves on the court. So yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, but is that it, fellas? Y'all got anything? I uh, uh, said that's, that's it for me. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs. Um, I was just looking at that right now. Uh, shout out to Gina Martin. She I got on one of the posts that she loved the show. Oh, okay, uh, love. That's Denver. love. Podcast. She been from listening Denver? to everything. Yeah, from Denver. Yeah, she has some big titties. Hey, Gina. <laughs> 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 well, she's gonna hear this. Hey, uh, shout out to Cammy. You know, my homegirl Cammy, man. She be she be showing us a lot of love too. Uh, man, shout out to everybody, man. I I want to give a shout out to uh, Ebony Tucker, Jazzy Marshall, and Candy Hicks. They uh, they put together the whole and Shay, Lashayla Wesley. They put together the whole New Orleans trip. So yeah, yeah, to, love, love, love. I definitely, that was definitely the best weekend of my life. So I just want to show them some appreciation. And uh, Dominique on this uh. She got so many motherfucking pages. Dominique who? Uh, the one I know of is like Dama, Dama Drama. Oh, she got some big titties too. Hey, Jesus. Hey. <laughs> this motherfucker. While we uh, shot, oh, is she been listening to? Yeah. Oh, she, it's every week. Yeah, oh, yeah, she be on every week. And yeah, she'll tell you, like, where's, where's the link? The, where's the link? Oh, yeah. she, Shout out to Dama. Yeah. Dominique. Shout out to Dominique for that, for man. Sure. She yeah. do every week. She be like, where's the link? Titties and Uno, part two. When we, when we doing that? Let me know. All right, fellas. Well, where can they find you? Uh, man, go ahead and get at me on Twitter, skinny underscore seven seven seven. I always fuck this up. Uh, well, for now you can find me at uh t- on Twitter, Instagram is young uh Al Bundy, young y u n g underscore Al underscore Bundy. But I'm thinking of changing to Young Chris Stokes. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'll let y'all know, man. What's this Chris Stokes thing? <laughs> hey, man, we tell you off air, brother. Yeah. All right. Um, you know, as always, this is your guy Spence. You can find me at uh on Twitter at just call me Spence. That's J U S Call Me Spence. S-P-E-N-C. Uh man, please like, subscribe, rate. Man, we need some reviews, man. Please review us. Uh give throw us well, give us a review. Shit. I don't know. On uh iTunes. Uh, share, man, reshare that shit, you know, all that good shit. The live tweeting is dope, man. Tweet while listening to the podcast and we will and we will respond to you. Uh, also, you can- also before you finish, I just wanna say both of these motherfuckers got podcast groupies. I ain't got one yet, so I need somebody to step <laughs> the fuck up. I need some podcast groupies around this bitch. Well shit. Mine look like uh don't Mr. Do Miyagi. Again. Don't do that again. <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> hey, um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Views from the Seven, on Instagram at Views from the Underscore Seven, and on Facebook at Views from the Seven. Thanks for listening. We out. Mr. Miyagi, come play for the winning team, baby. <laughs> wax on, wax off. <laughs>